Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Nothing quite like a quarterback. A quarterback enraged. Great for our business. Thank God for social media. The gift that keeps giving. A former NFL quarterback calling out an ex-teammate. And uh, we will dissect that because that's why we're here. We're doing God's work. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Now, I don't know your position on this, and maybe you'll tell me, maybe you won't, but uh, for me, there's nothing quite like a former headliner in the NFL becoming unhinged. Uh, I like it. Does that make me a bad person that I enjoy this? I know there's some schadenfreude involved in this, that I'm taking great joy in other people's misery, but I really do like it. 
Like I I was beaming all day. I was like, this is great. I get to I get to go into the radio station, and no one will be around. Uh, you know, just be you know, short staff here. My guys will be here. Danny G and Eddie and Coop, and then I get to talk about this. I'm really excited about it. It's like therapy for me. But we're talking about Robert Griffin the third. Now, have you been paying attention? Have you been monitoring what's going on? You have not. Okay, good. I could fill in the blanks here. Perhaps you, you missed some of the details here. It, it all began a long, long time ago when Robert Griffin III was thought of as the Messiah of the Washington Redskins. In fact, it was so long ago, the night that the Redskins made the trade with the Rams, the St. Louis Rams, to get RG3, I was still doing TV at that time. That's how long ago that was. But it was a, a, just a shocking, shocking revelation, right? RG3 going to the Redskins. We know how it worked out. We have, we have the gift of time on our side. We can look back at that and say, well, yeah, I, you know, he got off to a great start. It turned out that he was a one-hit wonder with the 2012 Redskins, RG3, right? And so that led to a you know, mediocre career. Most of the time he was hurt. And RG3 out of the NFL right now. He played some for the Browns last year. He's nowhere right now. And Santana Moss, a former teammate, go-to receiver for the Redskins, made a cameo appearance on D.C. Sports Radio. And whatever happens on sports radio stays on sports radio unless you tell someone what was said on sports radio, and then they get upset. And in this interview, Santana Moss made all kinds of claims. Among those claims uh, that RG3 heard about, uh, that, that Robert Griffin III got what he deserved. Essentially, that's what Santana Moss said. And do we have the audio? Okay, rather than me parrot what Santana Moss said, let's go to the audio tape here. And we've got Redskin on Redskin Crime, I guess. Is that what you call it? NFL on NFL Crime? I don't know. You decide. Let's listen in. This is what got Robert Griffin III enraged. The little credit that he did take for saying that, hey, yeah, you know, they didn't like what I was doing or they didn't, they benched me and, and not allowed me to play, this would happen. So 2014 comes and you got Jay Gruden comes in and he don't care. He rips RG every chance he gets, every meeting, and we sitting there looking like, yeah, you know what, you were just so happy that Mike and Caldum is gone, but now you're getting your behind ripped every day because you're not playing the kind of football that we need to play for us to be successful. So... You know, it come back and bites you in your behind because now you see this guy is at home. Oh, you're at home. Of course, so Santana Moss. He's also at home, but that's fine. He's had a long career. He's like he didn't suck. Uh, he played a long time in the NFL. All right, so let's talk about this. Now, the the key points of that, uh, Moss claiming that RG3, as you heard, got what he deserved there. He did a victory lap, essentially, and was taking credit for being uh, responsible for the dismissal of Shanahan and Shanahan. And uh, Moss also pointing out that Jay Gruden, as you heard, in front of the entire team, unloaded on RG3. So that what that soundbite, which was pretty mellow, I mean, you got to admit that Santana Moss, he didn't raise his voice. He, was, he kept the same monotone delivery during that answer. Uh, that that was what sent RG3, once he heard about it, into a, a nuclear rage. He was very upset, right? And he went on a tirade on social media. RG3 trying to let off some steam. Now, some of the highlights, there's a lot of stuff here. And we only have limited time, so we can't get to everything. But I'll give you the highlights. 
uh, he accused, Robert Griffin III, accused Santana Moss of being guilty of lying. And the word that really has resonated, because it's a powerful word, betrayal. That's a good word, betrayal. Oh, my God. Santana, Santana Moss, you've committed betrayal. How dare you? You're going to hell because of betrayal. RG3 also said that he was put in a, quote, impossible situation with a coach, Mike Shanahan, who never wanted him. In addition, RG3 bragging about how hard he worked. And he showed up early. He left late, patting himself on the back. Claimed he's, quote, been a good soldier. He was a football player. Maybe that's the problem. All right, so let's uh, let's break this down here. The question, does this rant claiming lying and betrayal by Robert Griffin III, does this help or hurt RG3? I'll go first. You can answer later. I'm going to go it hurts. I'm going to go. Now, it's good for us. It helps us. And and on some level, it makes him feel a little better, Robert Griffin III, because he lets off some steam. But in the long run, uh, very similar to Kevin Durant and his misstep on Twitter, uh, it it helps confirm the things that have been said about Robert Griffin III, much like Kevin Durant. This is a great week in that department. I, back to back and belly to belly, we've had two players that are thought of as diva douches, and back to back days, uh, the S hits the fan, and and both at their own doing here. But the thoughts on this, I, obviously, you've got bad blood involved. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Dysfunction Junction, which is the Redskins nickname, that franchise moniker, you should you should put that on the top of the locker room. And there's also some kind of parallel universe which is in play here. But we'll start with this. We have a lot of layers to the Redskins. Like, the Redskins have been great at producing drama. They haven't been so good on the field for a long time. But the Redskins, that franchise, there's a lot of stuff going on. And when you peel back the onion with Dan Snyder, you've got Santana Moss breaking the code, breaking the fraternal order the brotherhood of NFL players, you know, all athletes. What I always say, athletes make terrible broadcasters because they don't want to break the fraternity. The ones that do are great. Charles Barkley doesn't give an F. He'll rip anybody. Good broadcaster. Most of these guys are hacks because they don't want to rip other athletes because they're part of the fraternity for life. And so Santana Moss, and I didn't even think that was that big a burn. I didn't think that was terrible. Would, would I have even brought this up if RG3 hadn't had a hissy fit and a pouty face? No, the answer is no. I would not have brought this up, but because RG3 did, it gives us an avenue to go down that road. Like Santana Moss, he, he broke the code, right? He broke the code. So that's the first layer of this. And then when you peel back further, it's pretty clear that all of those very interesting stories that were talked about back in the, the years of RG3 with the Redskins in the 2012-2013 period, all of those stories appear to have some truth. in them. It's not just media hype and, oh, that's just media stirring the pot. No, no, no. The bad blood, the hurt feelings, legit. Legit. Clearly, you got to admit, that's there's something here. And the second part of this, much has been said and written and repeated as it gets tossed into the echo chamber of sports dialogue when you talk about RG3. But there. There, there's always, you know, as the old line goes, there's three sides to the story. In this case, you've got RG3 
you've got Mike Shanahan, and then somewhere else you've got the truth, which is involved. But this is an odd one. Like, from where I'm sitting right now, this is like 98%, 98% of the chatter reaches the same conclusion. Robert Griffin, giant douche. That's where it comes down. Right? Am I wrong? No, I'm not wrong on that. Come on, admit I'm right on that. Can I get that? Yes? All right, you're shaking your head yes. And as far as the where's there's smoke, there's fire, again, I go back to the point that a lot of these stories were downplayed by people around the Redskins, and that's why I always say it. I don't believe the downplay. I don't believe it. The, the stories about RG3 going around the coaching staff, circumventing Shanahan, that's one of the arguments that you know, I'm not a big Shanahan guy either. You spend a few minute, few too many hours in the suntan bed. Uh, so I, I'm not a big fan of his either, but – I could understand if you're the coach and the quarterback is circumventing you and going around to hang out at cocktail parties with Dan Snyder, the owner, how that might not go over well. I could get that. I think any of us could get that, that you you, you can understand that's not necessarily the way it's supposed to work. The, the protocol's not right. And so he had his own set of rules. He was the, the owner's pet, Robert Griffin, until he wasn't because he stunk. And Mike Shanahan is not completely clean. His hands aren't completely clean here. Uh, Shanahan is legendary in NFL circles for leaking a lot of crap to his buddies. I, like it's it's well documented by those around the NFL media that Shanahan is is going to if he wants to kill someone, incinerate someone media wise, he's got all the buddies. He knows where all the bodies are buried there. And so that creates more of that dysfunction junction with the Redskins. But, again, it's all of it good good for us, wonderful for us. So the last thing here, the parting shot, the, the original question was, does this RG3 drama help or hurt him? Now, it hurts, as I said, because of confirmation. But it also helps because it keeps his name out there. It's also predictable that RG3 would be so thin-skinned and delusional to think that this Twitter manifesto that he put out there is going to clean everything up. And continues to be a guy who seems to be living in some kind of parallel universe. I wonder what it's like there. I wonder what's going on in that parallel world of Robert Griffin III. Now, I'm going to give him a pep talk. See, I do positive radio. One thing I've always done my entire career here is I, I take a, a bath in positivity. every night. I don't look at the negative. No, no, no. That's other shows. Not here. We are positive all the way through and through. That's why people listen to the show. You are listening because you want to hear positive sports conversation. <laughs> That's right. So let me give him a pep talk. I'm going to give you the same pep talk, RG3, that I gave Johnny Manziel. And it's it's kind of a song. I'd like to sing. Can I sing it? Here it is. Oh, Canada. Yeah, it's uh, two words. Uh, pretty good, right? Get a musical feature, a future. I, I could uh, handle that. No, 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 no. Listen, RG three, head to the Great White North. Go to Canada, beg for a job, whether it's Hamilton or some other bottom feeding Canadian football league team. If you really love football, right, show you can still play. And the most important thing is just to be healthy. That's the advice, right there. That's the pep talk. It, yeah. I'm, be- I'm better Canada, than that. I'm better than this guy. I'm better than that. Stop. Much better than that. It's the Ben Maller Show. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Edmund Dallas 
Steamboat Willie. Garcia. Bigger douche. Kevin Durant, RG3. Go. Um, I'm going to say Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Surprise. Now, much better, much better player as well, but. Uh, I'm going to go RG3. I'm yeah. going to go RG3. It's close, but I'm going to go RG3. What do you think the – should I put a, a flash poll up on the for the Maller Militia to vote? Who do you think the Maller Militia know, would vote? Will it be a fair poll or one of your rigged polls? I don't do rigged polls, Eddie. That's a lie. This is fair and balanced. That's what we do here. On the up and up, we're transparent. You know exactly where we stand. We don't do any kind of uh, shenanigans on this show. We are boring sports radio. That's what we do. Try to be as boring as we possibly can. Predictable, boring, tired sports radio like all the other crappy shows. That's what we want to be like. I, I we no strive idea, to be like that. I have no idea who the uh, who the good people would vote for. I'm going to say th- I'm going to say Kevin Durant. All right, how about this? Because he's relevant. I think people just don't care about RG3. Big 3 douche contest. All right, how about this? <laughs> who's, got- the th- who's the third douche? David Price. Come on. David Price, Red Sox pitcher, got into it with Eckersley in the plane, the team plane. I know that you've – I don't want to say you've got it out for him, but he's I, one of your favorite douches I if could, there is such a thing. But I could go – You can't come up with somebody better than David Price. That's a pretty good douche. Uh, how about how about uh, Benji Molina, the cheating Cardinals? I could always do him. I could uh, put him in there. No, that would be Yadier Molina. Oh, Yadier. I put Benji Molina. <laughs> I know. There's several Molinas to choose from. That's right. Yadier. I picked the wrong I Molina. Know. I'm thinking there's a, there's a better third douche for, out there. No, no. In baseball, how about Bumgarner? How about that? But the how about LeBron? Yeah, I could do LeBron. Yeah. He's the douchiest of, of douches. Yeah, but LeBron's <laughs> never cooped. LeBron's never done a Durant. Like, he, hasn't, he hasn't been on Twitter. At least we haven't caught him yet. Responding to trolls from a, like, thought he was on a fake account. I, I got Durant ahead of well, LeBron. LeBron's high up, but. Oh, now it's tough. I only can have four. I can't have more than four. So I, I've got RG3. I've got Durant. I guess I could do LeBron and Price. That could be the four. Should I put that Well, that, that would be a way to, uh, you know, cut through it. Yeah. You can't decide on just three. So, I mean, it's, it, we're overwhelmed. Difficult decisions, for sure. Douchiness yeah. is what we've got here. Yeah. All right. Well, this is exciting, Eddie. This it is, is very exciting. This is why exciting. I am excited to be here. Man. Tingly all over. You can over. only imagine the vote totals and the. The hundreds of people that will vote, maybe thousands of people that will vote on this. It's just going to be great. Hey, uh, we we had uh, an old uh, Ben Maller Show legend call in yesterday, zigzag. We zigged and we zagged, yes. So uh, I I thought it might be interesting to let you know that uh, an old school listener is listening tonight because his dryer uh, conked out on him, so he's at a laundromat drying his clothes and uh, and listening to the show. Breadman. Oh, the bread man. Bread man is listening. To I've that. met bread man. We're friends for life. We had a meal together with Pete in Pittsburgh, who's also on my douche list. But me and the bread man, we all hung out there. Permani Brothers, you've been there, uh, in, of course. In the in the Steel District in Pittsburgh, it's great, wonderful time. Good so people. when your appliances go out on you, the Ben Maller Show is here for you. We are here for you. Yes, when uh, all else is not, and no one else is awake to talk to on the phone or to text. We are here. That's that's the motto of the show. Should I give out the number? I don't want to give out the number. I don't want to talk to anybody. Uh, maybe later I'll give out the number. All right, so the, the Ben Maller Show. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We thank you for that. We appreciate that quite a bit. And how about eating yourself into the poorhouse? We'll get to that. We'll do it next.
The Ben Maller Show is coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Eating yourself into the poorhouse. We'll get to that coming up in a moment. The poll is up. You can vote right now. The biggest douche in American sports today. We, we're limited to four options. There's probably hundreds of options we could go with, but we, we only had four. And if people are upset. Uh, people say, where's Kaepernick? I uh, could have put Kaepernick in there. Bryce Harper. Uh, people have said Harper wasn't there. Now, this guy, Ant-Man, I, I hope he calls in. Now, I haven't given out the number. If you know the number, Ant-Man, call in right now. He claims that he ran into LeBron James today. And he says that LeBron is an effing A, is what he said. So I, I love a good story like that. So if you do have that story, Ant-Man, and it's legit, well, how would we know? But even if it's not legit, I want you to call up and give me the story. I, I want to hear the details. I, I want I want to get to the bottom of that. He's an effing A? Yeah. Well, you want me to say it and you can dump me? Uh, Danny, why don't I say he, it? He's a friend me. for all time? Yes, exactly. Yes, of course. I want to know where this took place. I want to know uh, did did uh, the guy Ant- Ant-Man try to approach LeBron and LeBron was uh, you know, a jerk? I want to know the details. Maybe we'll get to the bottom of that. Well, eating yourself to the poorhouse, Tom Brady's got a new book out, and it's one of these Tony Robbins like self-help diet book. It's a whole lot of stuff in this book. So I, and I, I'm not going to buy the book, but I have seen several excerpts of the book, which are available online, and uh, – Tom Brady, in this book, he, he's trying to teach you, the reader, how to live like him, how to achieve a lifetime of sustained peak performance. Hey, where are the white women at? Now, a couple of things on this. Number one, what's the average age of a person that's going to buy this book? Wouldn't you say the average age is like 40-plus, probably older than that? Don't you, Is that a fair statement? Like, I don't think, and maybe I'm completely wrong on this. I, I have no idea how the book market is. Are there a lot of, like, you know, 17-year-olds and 18-year-olds going to be like, I want to buy Tom Brady's TB12 method book? Yeah, I don't think so. So if you're already 40 or 50 years old and you've had a lifetime of pepperoni pizza and cheeseburgers, do you believe that you're going to get sustained peak performance? Probably not. But it's a diet book. It's like a it's like a, a Tony Robbins slash diet type book for Tom Brady, and he's, he's claiming this is all the stuff that he's done. This is why he's able to play until he's uh, forty plus years old in the NFL. And so this diet was dissected, and they broke it down. And of course, another layer to this: uh, Tom Brady is trying to sell these products that you can have peak performance. So he's like, he's telling you how you can have peak performance. Oh, by the way, I'll sell you the crap that'll give you peak performance. So that's part of the scam. And so, so they did the math. The, the people over the street did the math uh, from what I was reading here. And they said, if you were to eat the Tom Brady diet, right? If you were to consume all of the different foods that Tom Brady wants you to consume to have peak performance, how much do you think that would cost you? A year worth of diet, the Tom Brady way, for one person. What do you think that would cost you? Well, the answer is, this is great. 
The answer is $16,000 a year you would have to spend. That is 27% of the median household income in the United States. Now, I don't know about you, and I, I've said some really nice things. I have, I have done I've slobbered all over Tom Brady here on the radio. I ain't spending sixteen grand on a diet, 27% of the medium house, household income in the U.S. to buy electrolytes and God knows what else he's, uh, he's doing. His diet, they've got uh, smoothies, fruit, nuts, and seeds. Just for that, for the smoothie, fruit, nuts, and seeds, you'll need $1,500 a year. If you want a snack like Tom Brady, that's $3,050 a year. <laughs> you got that. Protein powder alone is $1,300 a year. So it all adds up to about $16,000. $16,000 a year. I love Tom Brady. I would cuddle with him. That's how cool he is. <laughs> I ain't going to drink the I ain't going to drink the smoothies though. I ain't I ain't doing that. And I, and also in this book Brady claims that on an average day he drinks anywhere from 12 to 25 cups of water every day. 25 you must pee like a racehorse, right? Can you imagine Tom Brady it is a. It must be nonstop urination at Tom Brady's house. You imagine Giselle's there with the kids. They probably got a nanny and a couple of bodyguards. Where's Tom? Oh, he's urinating again. He's at the urinal. Tom's. Oh, yeah, he's over there. Yeah, that's what he's doing. <laughs> Every everything he drinks, they said he has to put these electrolytes in. I always get a kick out of this stuff because uh, I've often pointed. I know you should try to live a healthy life. But the healthiest person in the world is going to meet the same fate the most unhealthy person in the world is going to meet. Maybe, maybe they get a couple extra years out of it, but they're going to end up in the same spot. All right. It's the Ben Maller Show. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio, and we appreciate that. Book it. Book it. We'll get to that. It's not what you think. It's not what you think. We will get to that. Right now, though, Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Garcia with the latest. Eddie? All right, let's check in on baseball. Ben, we got 12 days left in the regular season, so we'll check on the games of note, including the Cubs, the defending World Series champs, running their win streak to seven in a row with a 2-1 win over the Rays. The Brewers shut off the Pirates 1-0. Milwaukee's a game back of Colorado for the second wildcard spot in the National League as the Rockies fell to the Giants 4-3. Dodgers lose to the Phillies 6-2, but LA's magic number to wrap up the NL West is down to two because the Diamondbacks lost the Padres 6-2. Yankees over the Twins 5-2. Minnesota's lead for that second wildcard spot in the American League. Still at a game and a half on the Angels as the Angels lost to the Indians 6-3. And in 11 innings, the Red Sox get by the Orioles 1-0. Boston is still 3-up on New York for the AL East lead. This report is brought to you by True Car. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area pay for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Ben... I don't know if you saw it, but Alex Gordon of the Royals made Major League history hitting a solo home run in the eighth inning, uh, and that was the 5,694th home run this season, and that is the most home runs ever hit in a Major League Baseball season. The old record was set in 2000 yeah. in the height of the steroid era. Am I supposed to be excited about this? What, I was going to ask I, you about I, this. I'm not ex- am I, how should I feel? I don't feel anything. I feel empty. Well, I, they've been saying they've been saying most of the season that the baseballs are juiced this year. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, of course that's what they're not going to say. By the way, the players are juiced this year. They're not going to say that, Eddie. Well, they're testing, Ben. So yeah. everyone's clean. Of course. But, uh, but, but there you go. History oh, in baseball. Exciting.
More home runs than ever. Let me ask a question. Isn't the guy that hits the last home run of the year the record holder? You know what I mean? Like Alex Gordon saying, well, that's the, the, the record. But the new record will be the guy that hits the last home run the last day of the that regular season. Right? Yes, so, that is accurate. So it's like a temporary record. Do the Royals like have a day for Alex Gordon because he hit this home run? I doubt it. Do they give away a special Alex Gordon, I hit 5,000 whatever home runs Maybe bobble? Major League Baseball will give him a T-shirt or something. Nice T-shirt. Yeah. Maybe something a watch. Like yeah, a plaque. Uh, ben Maller Show, we are coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. I believe they're the number one online bookseller, Amazon. You want to take a guess what the top-selling book on Amazon is right now? Uh, Can you give it a shot there? Give it a, a go there. Um, I got nothing. You got nothing. All right. It's a Harry Potter book or something? Harry Potter book. They still doing those? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I'm not uh, not a Harry Potter guy, but no, it's not on there. How about the latest version of It? It. Uh, well, the movie came out. I don't know if they yeah. put the book out again. No, it's not yeah. in the top five. I don't see it in the- Is it? Oh, actually, you know, it's number 10. The 10. Stephen oh. King It is number 10. Oh, how about that? Yeah, so good job, Danny G. Yeah, at least one of the top ten. Coop, what do you think it is? Is it What Happened by Hillary Rodham Clinton? Oh, now that's good, right? That Now, that had been number one. Who? Oh. But not anymore. Ah. Not anymore. It's been bumped down to number two. The number one best-selling book on Amazon right now. The TB12 Method. How to Get achieve. I'm not kidding. How to achieve a lifetime of sustained peak performance. You can go look yourself right now. Go type in, go to Google or whatever. Type in Amazon best-selling books. That's now, now, the number make, one. Do they have these books in Braille for Blind Scott? <laughs> I don't know about that. Is it too it, late to put Tom Brady in the poll? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's already. I already started it. They gotta do that. Twitter's gotta add like five more slots to these stupid flashbowl things that they do. I gotta talk to my guys over at Twitter and make that. You happen. got guys at Twitter? Yeah, I know people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fans of the show. Listen so every have, night. Yeah. Stop that, Danny. Danny just like loves these little buttons in front of him. He just wants to press these random strange buttons. Here. Yeah. Well, you were talking about, you know, the diet book and everything. So yeah. I found a toy right here. Never heard of the Hershey Bears. I have heard of Hershey Bars. They've been in my belly many times. They're not, not the Hershey Bears there. I haven't heard of them. Oh, I'm always laughing at that. People think I was a child. I don't do a juvenile show. I do a grown-up show. We're all adults here. We do. Not, I want a camel. We don't goof around. That's what the other shows do. We are boring radio. That's what we strive to. We want to be like every other ter- terrible show that no one listens to in sports radio. That's what My we want to do. My ass feels so good right now. And I think we're doing it. I think we are absolutely doing it. I used to play with guys when I was a kid. So that Tom Brady book on Amazon is n- they charging like 20 bucks for the hardcover version. It's... Uh, Listed at twenty nine ninety nine, but you can get it for like twenty bucks or nineteen twenty seven. How many? I don't know the answer. Like, how many does one have to sell to have the number one book on Amazon? I would think it's a great amount, right? I would think that it's a ridiculous amount of books. They don't have the total of. They don't release that information, at least not on the website I'm on here, of how many books they've sold. But you got to think with. So many people buying a lot of their crap on Amazon these days. Like it's got to be an insane amount of books 
that they've sold. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. To the phones we go, and Wheezy J is on Fox Sports wow. Radio. Yeah, remember him? Yeah, I do. He's back as well. It's old-timers week. Hello, Wheezy J. Hello, Ben. Yeah, this um, is uh, the part we I just we wanted talk. to comment on uh, the atrocity going on with the New York football giants. Um, I think the blame being shifted on Eli Manning is, is unjust. I think 85 to 90% of it has to be put on the clown of a head coach, uh, Ben McAdoo. He made Jim Bob Cooter last night look like Jesus Christ, uh, formerly the man who climbed into a window while she was sleeping and slid into the bed. Jim Bob Cooter, the Lions' current offensive coordinator. Uh, you know, fourth and ten, throwing the ball six yards on a curl route. Uh, you know, the delay of game penalty, just everything, just doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, and I think it's time for uh, I think it's time for a change. Yeah, so you're calling for the firing of Ben McAdoo. No, I believe McAdoo's on the hot seat. He's not going to be fired right now. You know, he's. Not. I would make the move right what, away. What, what, what layer? See, here's the problem. You like Ben McAdoo's done a poor job. You know who's also done a poor job? The players have done a poor job. Oh yeah, Rex Flowers looked like Humpty Dumpty the whole game last night. That's a fact. All right, so so you fired Ben McAdoo. So if you fire Ben McAdoo, who are you going to then hire to replace Ben McAdoo? This ought to be good. I was actually thinking about the man broadcasting the Monday Night Football game last night, Mr. Gruden. Oh, I don't know if yes. he'd be interested in the job, but he'd be he'd be my prime candidate. Now you calling? Are, are you calling from a uh, like a a prison or something? There's a beeping on the <laughs> phone here. What's going on? Are you in jail right now? What's going on with you? I actually just recently escaped. From prison, really? You want you want to run back there right now and get a nice night's sleep? No. I'm feeling I'm feeling the uh, feeling the outdoors tonight. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, it's thank you. You've changed a lot, Wheezy Jason. You've grown up now. You're all you're all grown up. So. I think you said that last time, Ben, but I appreciate it. I feel like you're more grown up now. Yeah. Well, that's usually what happens with time. Really? Is it? It goes forward. Okay. Now you're starting to annoy me. I, I think I should move on. Now, you, now you're annoying me. Can I hang up on you now? Am I allowed to hang up on you now? Yeah? Absolutely. Okay, I'm going to hang up here. I'm going to take joy in this, too, because I'm going to – yeah. I always like that when I get the dial tone and I hang up on someone. That makes me feel good. Complete the mission. By the way, Big Ben, the Internet says in order to hit number one on Amazon, you'd need to sell somewhere between 4,000 and 5,000 copies of your book in a 24-hour period. Oh, that's it? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, yeah, you'd, you'd expect it to go number one because it's the first day the book was out, right? It was Monday, so you'd think that every diehard Patriot fan in the New England states lining up to buy the Tom Brady book. Nashville Danny is on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Nashville Danny. Hey, Ben. Uh, I first just wanted to thank all the Mallard militia that – Last night, there was an outpouring of support and affirmation that I I won that debate last night. There was so no, there was no, first of all, there was no debate. Secondly, well, there was. secondly, no, there was. you're and, lying. And uh, the no, the Malik militia reached out to me. A lot of people, and they said that I sort of embarrassed you last night. Uh, no, that's that's. I mean, that's 
that's nice to say and stuff, but uh, you were you were exposed. You were exposed as a. Well, no, I I talked we, to we, weed we, man. Really I, I talked to weed man hippie on the phone. Oh, you did. You you call you took the bait. You called weed man hippie up on the phone. Is that right? <laughs> And, yeah. and how many times did he ask you to send him some money? Uh, only once, but I mean that that didn't affect the overall. Yeah. So you're telling I mean, you're, you're you're telling me that Weed Man Hippie said that you won a debate that we didn't really have because you had no facts. I've already presented the facts to you about that, and you you continue to ignore them, and I don't want to go go down that road again. But yeah. We, I'm not ignoring no, we, anything. I've asked you uh, repeatedly here. That it's all on the public record. I don't. You know, I'm, glad, I'm glad it is. I agree. Uh, Peyton yeah. Manning sent a bunch of goons over to Charlie Sly's house, shook oh, him down, wait. and then oh. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Peyton Manning uh, you know, gets this uh, rebuttal as I deny everything from Charlie Sly, which is shocking. I mean, I can't imagine why he would have done that. Well, Ben, you say that there are people with coats on outside of that guy's yes, house. Yes, that's according to the 911 phone yeah, call. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you call 911 if you see people wearing coats? Is uh, that like a, yes, is that a bad if, thing if, to wear if, a coat? If uh, strange people show up at your door and mm-hmm. you're scared for your safety and you believe they're going to harm you in some way, you call 911. That's what well, that's what my parents taught me to do. Maybe your well, parents are different. I, they didn't I, teach you to do that. I don't know. I mean, I think we also have to consider – that if Charlie Sly was the sleazeball that everybody says he is, maybe, I mean, that was probably the right thing to do, to, to send goons, you know, put him back in line. So you support that. Or so you're now, you've changed your story. You're now admitting that it did happen. When did I say that? Well, you said maybe it's a, the right thing to do to send no. goons. You just said you just said that. You just you just said that. You just said that. You word for did I not repeat that word for word for word? He just said that. So listen, here's the, I know we continue to talk about this. I know the story is like, uh, what, at least a year or two old now. And uh, we can continue to have these conversations. I have no problem bringing up Charlie Sly and Peyton Manning. Uh, I think it's great because I'm on the right side of the story. You're on the wrong side, which is fine. Is he gone? I guess he's, I don't hear him. I don't know where he went. No more Nashville. All right, let's uh, go. Weed man, uh, let's get, let's clear this up. Weed man, hippie. Uh, I got this guy, Nashville Danny. He says he talked to you on the phone. You claim that he beat me in a debate. Is this correct, Weed Man Hippie? This guy's out of his mind. You never, Man, I you, love you. Well, thank you. never talked to him? You never had that? I don't know who this guy is. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm the, I just woke up. I just put you on, Ben. Yeah, yeah. And the first thing I hear is some guy saying he's on the phone with me. Am I dreaming? Oh, this is a game changer. This is a game changer. <laughs> Right, now, you woke me up. I didn't wake you up. I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> so I, I want you on the record, hand to God, hand to God right now. Put you, me back on hold. All right. Uh, I'll put, say it. Good. What, what, what? All right. Hold on. I don't care. All right. Thank you. Hold on. All right, that's a that's a plot twist. The so, fir- first Danny tries to say that, or first Nashville Danny tries to say that Danny G is you know anti Maller militia yeah, on another right. program. Yeah, that's right. That was that was fake news. Yeah. Now he's saying that he's talking to Weedman Hippie on the phone. More fake news. This guy. He's a huckster. The guy's a huckster is what he is. He, he might as well be playing three-card Monty somewhere. That's what the guy should be doing. What a schmuck. What a sh- And he's a coward. He hung up. What a coward. Coward, lying schmuck. Don't! And just got exposed by Weedman Hippie. Wow.
I thought he was going to be a good caller too. I thought I thought Nashville Danny would be all right. Now we he's been exposed. Can we add him to the list? He's right there with Kevin Durant and RG three. This has been the week of people being exposed as frauds. Wow. All right. So the Ben Maller Show. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Time now for the Who Am I game. And you can hear this right now. And if you don't want to stay up, you can hear it on the podcast, which is available on iTunes and everywhere else. You can download podcasts. It's Ben Maller's show, which is a rebroadcast of the radio show with some other bells and whistles. Here's the Who Am I game. Who? I'm a starting quarterback in the NFL. Last season, 40% of my throws traveled less than five air yards. This season, over 55% of my tosses have been Less than five yards. I've been dinking and dunking the football. Who am I? The Ben Maller Show has been called a show about nothing. However, Twitter is definitely something. Join the charm circle and follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can follow me, Eddie Garcia. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Don't threaten me. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And here's the Who Am I game. I'm a starting quarterback. Who? In the NFL. Last season, 40.8% of my throws traveled less than five air yards. This season, a couple weeks in, over 55% of my throws have been less than five air yards, which is not generally good. That's the dink and dunk offense. Who am I? That's the question. What's the answer? Palm Desert Rats going with Sonny Sixkiller as his answer. Sid Luckman from Ernie. Doobies and Boobies with Joe Flacco. Cody Kessler, guest by Rick. Mike from the LBC is going with Matthew Stafford. Clearly not cheating. Bernie Kozar, guest by Billy. Dutch Schultz, guest by Eric. A lot of Jared Goff, guesses including the happy bong toker. Andy Dalton, thrown out by Rick. So you can't read that one on the air. Bob Greasy from Captain Cliche. Old Noodle Arm, Peyton Manning, guest by Henley. Case Keenum from Rick. All right, what say you, Eddie? I'm going with the throwing Samoan Jack Thompson. Oh, great name. Uh, no. The correct answer, hail to the Redskins, Kirk Cousins. What happened to that vertical passing? They got rid of all their receivers. With Deshaun Jackson not around, it is not going so well. But last year, 40.8% of Cousins' throws travel less than five yards. So far this year, it's 56.7%. So the Redskins have changed it up, not for the better on offense. Let's get to it. Here we go. Time now for the MLB Pick'em. You got to fly here, Coop. Who's going to go first? That would be Eddie. All right, Eddie, you got the first pick. Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts is off the board. Danny G. Brett Gardner. 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 Goes Yardy, Coop. Charlie Blackman. Charlie Blackman. I'll go with Josh Donaldson and Eddie Rosario. Mm. Coop. Manny Machado. Machado's gone. Uh, Danny G. Reese Hoskins. Really against the Dodgers? Eddie. You suck. Eddie. I'll go Matt Olson and Albert Almora Jr. Sure. Danny. I'm going to pick a Dodger too. Cody Bellinger. All right. Who you got, Coop? Justin Upton. He always panics at the end. I'll go. He didn't say others. Oh, I'll time. go Cody Bellinger. I'll get that in. Here. No, I already. Oh, I you just picked him. All right, Nick Castellanos so of the Tigers, or whatever his name is. I'm so sorry. I am so so sorry. Well, the walk of shame from Kevin Durant the day after 
Some skeletons came out of the closet, some internet social media skeletons. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We navigate our way through another hour here together on the radio. And I, I this Kevin Durant thing, I, I was debating. I was like tossing it up. Last hour we had a great discussion about the douche that is RG3. And now we get to dissect uh, Kevin Durant. The, the day after the uh, you-know-what hit the fan. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That's a little taste of what Kevin Durant uh, took part in. Now, Durant spoke at a tech get-together in the Bay Area and uh, says that what he did on social media was, quote, childish and, quote, idiotic. The fact that he torpedoed his former Oklahoma City coach and uh, teammates on Twitter. Now, you remember the story, right? You talked a lot about it. Everyone seems to have talked about it. Durant, we assume, figured he was on a different Twitter account, didn't switch, sloppy, oops-a-daisy, and uh, there there it goes. So uh, Durant spoke uh, for a good amount of time. I think he was up on the stage for about eight to ten minutes, and uh, he attempted some serious, serious spin. Let's see if you, you're buying what Durant's selling about the mistake that he made on Twitter. I use Twitter to engage with the fans. I think it's a great way to engage with basketball fans. But I happen to take it a little too far. And that's what happens sometimes when I get into these basketball debates. And I don't regret clapping back at anybody or talking to my fans on Twitter. Some great ambient noise there in the background from Durant's microphone. It was a large, high high ceilings, big crowd. High ceilings, big crowd. That's what happens. Uh, Here's more from Kevin Durant who has regrets. We all have regrets, right? I got regrets. You got any regrets? Here's Durant's regrets. I do regret using my former coach's name and that former organization that I played for. That was childish. That was idiotic. All those type of words, I regret doing that, and I apologize to him for doing that. But I don't think I'll ever stop engaging with my fans. I think they really enjoy it, and I think it's a good way to connect us all. Yeah. Especially when you have different accounts. That's really when people like like when you engage with Kevin Durant. And you don't know, is it really Kevin Durant or is it a guy that just happens to have seven followers that's pretending to be Kevin Durant? You have no idea. It's the mystery. It's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. When you go on Twitter, it could be Kevin Durant. You could be fighting about Kevin Durant with Kevin Durant. So there's a whole lot more than this. Now, he he was asked straight up if he intended to post the anti-Durant, anti-Oklahoma City tweets, the, the Billy Donovan tweets, from some kind of fake anonymous account. And this is where it gets interesting because Durant claims that he this is not true. This allegation that he's using different social media accounts is not true. Then later he admitted, Durant, that he did have another Instagram account, but he said that's only for my friends and family, so I, I don't use that to clap back at anybody. That's what Durant had to say. All right, so we played a little bit of it. There's a lot more than that. But here's the question. Do you believe Kevin Durant is truly remorseful? And does he even have to be remorseful? Is this something you have to be remorseful about? Uh, I would say this is not something you have to be remorseful about. 
But do I believe that Duran is being sincere here? No, I don't. I don't believe it for a second. Uh, and maybe you do, and you're a better person than me. I don't. Uh, th- this is guilty as charged, manufactured, and rhino skin, right? We'll, we'll start with A. I, I have seen the Internet sleuths uh, that have done the work. They've done the investigation. Now, I realize this is all anecdotal evidence, but it all points to Kevin Durant being, as we have said this week, a weasel on social media. This is guilty as charged. Durant's fingerprints are all over this. He's not denying. He's not denying this. He's just, he's not going all the way, right? Because you only caught him, it was self-admission. Durant's self-admission. So he's not going further. It's like when the police catch a criminal who robbed a bank, and and the guy's like, yeah, I robbed the bank. But he's been robbing banks for like 10 years, you know. He's like, I just caught me on that one. I admit to it. I did it. Uh, You know, I'm done. Uh, You got me. Here's the way I look at this. Durant had a team of spin doctors from his different corporate partners that I would imagine worked all night on what? On damage control. And it must have given him nausea to have to go to this paid appearance with these tech people and to speak about this. I I wonder how much he got paid. Right? I wonder how much that appearance. What does Durant get if he goes out and speaks at a tech junket? Like, what does he get? What's his, what's his check? Does he get $10,000, $20,000? How much does he get? And, and uh, this actually worked out to be a net positive because it was why. It was a controlled environment. You had a manufactured public apology. They did the math. In eight minutes, Kevin Durant used the word apologize Eight times, once per minute, he said the word apologize. He also used words like idiot, stupid, don't feel bad. Use that a bunch as well. So he, here's my advice with these situations. Don't be gullible. Right? This comes right out of a crisis management handbook. D- Durant, the, the remorse is that he was sloppy and he did not switch accounts. You know, it's pretty clear that's what happened. He made a mistake. The, the advice, I guess, is for Durant to get a second or third phone. He probably has a couple phones, I would think. But make sure you have the burner account on one phone and you have your regular Twitter on the other. It's not exactly brain surgery here that we're talking about. Part B of this, though, Kevin Durant, this is not going to die. I mean, he's apologized, fine, that's great. But this is going to hang around. He's going to take a lot of crap. From not just people on social media, that happens anyway. But this is going to follow him around. It's going to stick to him like uh, a nice big hearty meal sticks to your gut. Uh, and it's going to hang around for a while, right? Because Durant, he's going to be the butt of jokes. He does not strike me. I don't, I don't know Durant, but he doesn't strike me as that kind of guy that has self-deprecating humor. He doesn't seem like he wants to be the butt of the joke. He, he's lacking the sarcasm gene. He's missing that. And so if that's true, if I'm reading Durant right with some nickel and dime psychology that Durant does not like being the butt of the joke, doesn't get sarcasm, this is going to haunt him. It's going to haunt him for a while, right? Because not only do you have social media reminding him, but you know the NBA players are going to be busting his balls. Uh, and uh, they should. And they'll give him ulcers, right? So the advice is to grow some rhino skin. Now, I'm trying to figure out the answer, and I don't have the answer here, so let's guesstimate. What percentage of NBA players 
have a ghost account or a dummy or a burner account on social media. Because I think it's pretty high. I'm going to, of the top players in the, let's just use the NBA, because Durant is an NBA player. So we just, we'll stick to that. Uh, What percentage of like the top 30 players in the NBA have a dummy social media account? I think it's, I'm going to go 80%. My number is 80%. Is that too low? Is that too high? I, I feel good with 80%. That doesn't mean that they're all going on there and defending their honor against people that are saying mean and nasty things about them on social media. But it, you know, have an account, maybe you want to follow someone that you can't follow on your main account. You know, There's different reasons for these kind of things. So I would think it's also liberating to get back at someone as long as they don't know that it's you. Like the, you know, if you're Durant, it must have felt pretty good. How long do you think Durant's been doing this kind of stuff with the, the dummy account? I'm guessing that's not his first rodeo. I think he's been through this before. I think that's, that's a fair statement. That is a fair statement. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. The Ben Maller Show as we emanate live here on Fox Sports Radio. And Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Garcia is uh, right over there. Yeah, maybe I'm. I don't know. This what? this Durant thing, it, it, I don't want to say it blows my mind. That's a little much. But I'm just, I don't get how guys can be at this level, or or anyone can be at this level of being in the public eye, and be this thin skinned. I mean, at some point, I mean, he's not a rookie. He's not a young kid. How do you get to this point where you care this much about what strangers think about you? I mean, I, I get that we all want to be liked to a certain extent, but, I mean, when you're somebody like him, where no matter what you do, people are there's going to be people out there who criticize you or don't like you, who cares? You're, you know you're who cares? a superstar. He you're cares. a millionaire. Yeah, I, just, I, I don't he, get it. He, these guys, a lot of these guys grow up in a shoebox. They've been pampered and coddled ever since they showed an ability to be great in sports. And so when did Durant become a, a legendary hoopster? How old do you think he was? Eight, nine, ten years old, something like that. And ever since then, he, you know, the AAU circuit, he spent one year at Texas, and that's what you get. You get no, the, I, get, I mean, I, I mean, understand what you, you're saying. saying. You, I mean, you, know, you know how you end up. But at this <laughs> point, like I said, he's not a young guy. He's not. He's been around the block. I, yeah, I, <laughs> just, I get it. I love who it. Who cares? I love, it, I love the God. fact that I want to hug him. I'm so happy that he did this. He's such a drama queen. It's wonderful. Yeah? It's uh, just tremendous. Maybe I should not be shocked by this, but I, I just shake wow. my head. Don't you think LeBron James likely does the same thing? Would, you, would it shock you if we found out LeBron James has like seven different aliases on Twitter, and when people are bashing, he just, he just goes on these different accounts? I wouldn't be shocked by that. Would you be sh- I wouldn't be shocked. I, I guess not, but it, I'm just like, <laughs> get a life, man. It's probably I mean, pretty entertaining, though. These guys are bored, I would think, a lot. They, if, if, a if lot of downtime. They must be, yeah. Because I, I you figure you play in the NBA and you don't play every day of the week. You don't you know, practice is like 30, 40 minutes. You work out for a little bit, but there's a lot of downtime. You're at hotels. You're on planes. I would think if I'm flying from, like, Boston to L.A. and I'm trying to kill some time, if I was an NBA player, I would just get on one of these dummy accounts and just, you know, go to war with social media. <laughs> How much fun would that be? You'd kill, you'd kill a five-and-a-half-hour flight. I could see that being fun. 
like initially, but yeah. then after a while, I'll be like, I don't have time for this crap. This is yeah. this is a waste. Yeah. What else are they gonna do? He's stuck in a plane. I don't know. All right, so the Ben Maller Show. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I was very happy, Eddie. Some tough love. My message resonates. I called out Pedro Baez, and the Dodgers have responded. It's, Who? It's, he's a pitcher for the Dodgers. He sucks. Never heard of him. Garbage. And uh, he's ruining my enjoyment of professional baseball, this bum. Terrible at his job. And it sounds like Dave Roberts pretty much admitted that uh, Pedro Baez is not going to be on the playoff roster, oh, which hallelujah. means the Dodgers now are back as the favorite to win the World Series. This gas that. can, he sucks. He ran, he's terrible, uh, Pedro Baez. Dave Roberts said, you're trying to win a baseball game, and you're trying to figure out how, to, how you can win 11 games in October. Well, you do that, and he hinted, Roberts, he spoke in kind of vague terms, but it sounds like Pedro Baez is not going to be on the Dodger playoff roster. He has been Mr. Meltdown. That is what he has done. He is terrible. He is terrible. Not only is he a pitcher, garbage. Garbage. You want? I'll trade. You want him, Cuba? I'll trade him with the Angels. Garbage. Scouts love this guy. They get all aroused when they watch him pitch because he throws hard. And wow. Wonderful. They do. They get very excited when they watch Baez pitch. I don't. Eddie, guess his ERA this month. This month? Yes, yeah. this month. If you get it right, Eddie, uh, you'll you'll win a golden ticket. No, you won't pay. So, but I'll, I'll give you a golden I'll, ticket. I'll say uh, twenty-five. No, I didn't get it right. You lose. <laughs> not Sorry. Good. Not bad though. You don't get a golden ticket. Well, what is it? It's a bad job. Twelve point five zero. No, that's not that bad. That's very solid. workable. That's what you want from a eighth inning reliever in the postseason. You look for that. You know, build up a lead, and then you vomit all over the mound. That's what you want. That's why you go to the bullpen. I was pacing. I was screaming at my TV. I when he gave up the lead, Ben, and yeah. bases loaded, and Roberts left him in. I just want to pull my hair out. Uh, it was horrible. It's not very uh, pleasant to watch. And the uh, guy like that, make, the Phillies suck, and he makes the Phillies look like the Ryan Howard Phillies with Jimmy Rollins when he's on the mound. <laughs> when, when Bias is on the mound, the other team looks amazing. It's even worse, though. You go back to the beginning of August, since the start of August, Pedro Bias has an ERA of 8.4. <laughs> That's uh, two, two months of professional baseball, an earn run average of eight. He, if he's on the playoff roster... The Dodgers deserve to lose every game in the postseason. I hope they get swept. If Pedro Baez is on the playoff roster, they should lose every game. They don't deserve to win anything if Pedro Baez is on the playoff roster. He's that bad, Eddie. He sucks. Get him off the team. Sound very upset about that there. Sick and tired having to watch these games, and then they got the lead, and then this jackass comes in and pees down his leg. It sucks. Have I made my feelings felt? Yes? A little All bit. Right. Yeah. All right. Sorry about that. I feel better, though. Uh, if you want to be part, I haven't given out the number yet. Should I do that? I'll do that right now. Here's the number. We only give it out once a number, once an hour, so please, you know, hey, do what you want with it. Uh, here it is. The number, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. That's the number operators are standing by. Well, we'll talk some peanuts. Why not? Uh, we'll get to that. What the hell's that about? We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Follow our exclusive Reddit page. Find our subreddit, Ben Maller Show, and be a part of our revamping. Post stories and message other P1s. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. 
We'll talk some peanuts in a moment. Right now, though, we say hello to Joe in Kansas City, who's on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Joe. Hey, Ben. How's it going? Joe, if I was any better, I'd be a royal, but not a Kansas City royal because they, they don't have to worry about playoff baseball. Man, you got me with that one last night. So here's well, What else deal. am I going to do? The Chiefs are 2-0. I got nothing else. What do you want me to do, Kansas football? No, God, okay. no. This right. is Kansas City, Missouri. Anyway. No, I understand that. What do you want me I mean, Where else am I going to go with this? <laughs> so here's the deal. The biggest douchebag in sports, hands down, is definitely A-Rod, without a shadow of doubt. No, no, he's not playing anymore. He can say he's the biggest douche broadcaster, but he's not playing anymore. Fine, I'll give you that. He's like, not R- RG3's trying to play. He's <laughs> trying to play. Okay, I get what you're saying. And then the other thing is, that thing about Alex Gordon with his home run that set the record or whatever, congratulations, Alex. You're drawing how many millions of dollars a year for seven home runs and a batting average of like 208? Please, you're using a roster spot for one of the young, talented people that we could possibly keep. Do us a favor, cut bait. Would you like him to retire? Do you think that's going to happen? Do you believe that Alex Gordon's going to walk away from a contract that will pay him $20 million a year for the next three years? Do you disagree that he's using up a roster spot and taking up way too much money? Uh, I, I His production sucks, but... He ain't going to walk away from that. You're stuck paying him the money. He's, he's going to make, what's he got, $40, 60000000 million or something like that coming the next? I think it's 40 the next two, and then there's an option. It's like $62 million, and I'm just yeah. like, what the heck were we thinking? Well, you were feeling good. You were feeling no pain. The Royals were on top of the baseball world, right? The World Series, you know, back-to-back and all that, trying to win the championship. You were feeling great. Alex Gordon owes us some sort of hometown discount. No, no, no. You're not going to give a hometown discount. Neither am I. No such thing as a hometown discount. All right, I got to go. Thank you, Joe. As uh, Joe, a vote for A-Rod. Angry Bill is next on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Angry Bill. What about a nine-year-old girl? How you doing, Ben? I want to put one thing to bet on this, this giant New York giant problem. Take Carrot Top, send them off somewhere, let them go to wherever he wants to go. Don't pay him a dime. If they pay this guy $180 million, I will stop being a Giant fan. This guy is a cancer to the team. Just get him out of there, and he can join Ezekiel Ellis and sit on the bench and pout. Good players rise above bad games, as we know right, so the you, great. So you, you, are, you don't like Odell Beckham because of his hair? No, no, not because of his hair. You know it's not because of his hair, Ben. It's because if he doesn't do well right away in the yeah. first 15 minutes of the game, he starts pouting and throwing things. So, and, so you believe now, Angry Bill, you believe the Giants are better off without their best player? Completely. I'd rather have him go 0-16 and <laughs> have that carrot top on the team. Yeah. Well, that's completely reasonable. I think the Giants feel the same way. They're working to trade him right now. Hey, if you want to trade him to the Rams, I'll give you a seventh-round pick right now. You can I'd like it. to send him to the Rams and so yeah. they can ram. Okay, now, now, what good has he done? Every, they had the playoffs last year. He goes for his boat job, okay? Then he's out dancing with the gay blade, your buddy, Blake Griffin, okay? The oh. guy's useless, okay? He's, Every he's, time he's useless because he, he danced with Blake Griffin at a nightclub? That makes sense. Well, you're, okay. You're, you're, sounding, pretty, you're, you're sounding pretty smart. Look, you sound good. I made I made forty five dollars yesterday cutting logs and branches and the tornado mess and all that stuff. And I ran out and I bought Brady's book for forty bucks. 
okay? I sat down. I didn't even bother opening it. And I made a pact with God to eat everything precisely how he eats it, when he eats it, and where he eats it. Yeah. And, Tom, I'll do anything you want to be able to eat what you eat. Yeah. Okay. You have a great night, man. Rusty is somewhere in Tennessee, and he's next on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Rusty. What's up, Ben? How are you doing? If I was any better, I'd be a volunteer, but not a Tennessee volunteer. Cause, oh, come on. Don't give me that uh, bull All right. <laughs> my, man, my man Rusty's having a good time there. Will that be on the podcast also? Is that another reason people should tune in? You listening should tune in there? And... Some of it will be on the podcast. Really? Hell yeah. I think you should put the whole thing in there. I'm optimistic that the whole thing will pop up. Don't be a Pollyanna, Danny. Just let the pe- the people want to hear the word. Put the word on there. Well, was it a cross between a bulldog and a shih tzu? Yeah, something like that. Uh. Yeah, exactly. Rusty's out there. He's drinking the moonshine. He's out there having a good time, and uh, that's what happened. It's the the Ben Maller Show. You are listening to Fox Sports Radio. Some amazing peanut conversation. We will get to that. What could that possibly be about? We have no idea. And also, Maller to the third degree, the somewhat enjoyable Maller to the third degree. I am hopeful that you will like that. I am confident that you will. We'll get to all that on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, as you listen to the Ben Maller Show, Eddie Garcia is going to give you the latest. Eddie? Well, Ben, baseball is uh, winding down. Just 12 days left in the regular season, so checking the games of note from the big leagues. It was the Cubs, the defending World Series champs, winning their seventh in a row with a 2-1 win over the Rays. Brewers blank the Pirates 1-0. Milwaukee is now one game back of Colorado for that second wildcard spot in the National League as the Rockies fell to the Giants. 4-3. The Dodgers lose to the Phillies 6-2. LA's magic number, though, to win the NL West is down to 2 because the Diamondbacks lost to the Padres 6-2. Yankees top the Twins 5-2. Minnesota's lead for that second wildcard spot in the American League still at a game and a half on the Angels who lost to the Indians 6-3. And the Red Sox shut off the Orioles 1-0 in 11 innings. Boston still has that three-game lead on New York for the AL East lead. This report is brought to you by True Car. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area pay for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Ben, yes, the Baltimore Ravens are going to play in London uh, against the Jaguars yeah. for Week Three of the NFL season. Oh, I, I can't wait for yeah, that. We're right? all very I'm, excited about this. I will stay up all night. I'm going to pull an all nighter on the West Coast to watch that game. But the Ravens' official Twitter account was so excited they photoshopped their team's logo, including a red eye, onto the face of Queen Elizabeth II. What's wrong with that? They tweeted that out. How do they know? And it? then deleted it. Why did they delete it? Well, apparently it's not good form. The British royal family is not to be shown or mentioned in a uh, marketing communication without prior oh, permission. Oh, stop. We know she's a big Ravens So fan. the Ravens have offended the Queen of England. Yeah. Great job, Ravens. Yeah. Uh, it's a joke. Oh, Did you see the picture? It's 20, yeah, it's, it's 2017, creepy. Eddie. Why yes, do we still have queens and kings? I mean, how stupid is that? Tradition. Seriously. Tradition. I mean, no, it's just dumb, isn't it? Like, seriously. It's not for us, but it's it's for them. I mean, don't you think of the whole it makes concept? them happy, whatever. Oh, you're the queen. You're the king. I, I get in like a fairy tale. <laughs> what, what, isn't it ridiculous? Admit it. You, come on. It's, it's silly. Like I said, it's not yeah, for us, all right. but you, they enjoy it, so whatever. You don't want to go on, on the record. I understand. All right, so you're listening to the Ben Maller Show. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes 
could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. A couple years where a player by the name of Charles Tillman was not bad, not bad as a defensive player. Is that Peanut? Yeah, Peanut uh, Tillman, Charles Peanut Tillman, Eddie, with the Chicago Bears. I remember Bears, him. He was a pretty right? good player, yeah. Yeah, we're not a bad player, and he's now out of the NFL. He made a couple of Pro Bowls. Everyone loved him because he had the nickname Peanut, and it, you know, it stands out when you got a nickname. If you're just named Charles Tillman, it's kind of like, blah. There's like 100 guys named Charles Tillman. But if you're nicknamed Peanut, now that's special. That's a special thing. So why do I bring up Charles Tillman, a former NFL player? Because we have learned here – that Charles Tillman, in his post-football life, he is going for it. He's trying to chase down a dream, and he wants to chase down bad guys. Charles Tillman is in the process or process of becoming an FBI agent. How about that? He retired from the NFL last year. He has been training, we are told, to join the FBI. Well, if Johnny Utah can join the FBI, why not Charles Tillman? Problem, though, Eddie. Here's the problem. All right. Tillman is going to turn 37 years old on February 23rd. Now, why does that matter? They must have an age limit. That is correct. The NFL has a cutoff age for special agent candidates at 37. So, what does that mean? That means that Tillman has to – he's pretty much got one shot at this from what I've been told. He's got to pass – the, uh, the training for the FBI, because then he won't be able to do it again because he'll be too old. So he's got to, from what I understand, he's got to do it right away. He got a bachelor's degree in criminal justice from Louisiana Lafayette, and uh, he's going for it. Well, good for him. Now, I have friends in law enforcement, and they tell me that you can make more in local police work than you can at the FBI, that the FBI doesn't pay that well. You can make more as, like, a local a police officer, but if that's what he wants to do, good luck to Charles Peanut Tillman trying to fight crime. You imagine if you're like a, getting popped there and you're a perp and you get you're the first arrest of Charles Tillman. Uh, you can you can be the answer to a trivia question. I'm the first guy that Charles Tillman handcuffed. It's uh, right there. All right, you'll see the Ben Maller show on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Weed Man, are you concerned about Peanut Tillman possibly uh, coming to your house? Is that troubling to you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, there's this linebacker that was released from the Dolphins because he went crazy. Yeah, I saw I, that, yeah. I thought he that hasn't was been his released. Name. You know, I don't know well, he got suspended, well. but Yeah, he, suspended. Yeah. What happened to him? All right, well, thanks for listening. I, we've t- I talked two days about that. I, I will uh, bring that up later. Thank you. Uh, well, the, clearly the Dolphins did not believe the story that he told or did not think that was a excused absence, uh, shall we say. But let's get to it right now. Here we go. Let's do it. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And we bring in the Coupe de Loop for another Maller to the third degree. And what a setup to be an unbelievably terrible game. The Cleveland Browns face off against the Indianapolis Colts this weekend. Now, for the first time since 2015, the Browns are actually favored to win a game. Ben, are the Browns actually the better team between these two turds? Well, here's the way I look at this. In the eyes of the public, that's all that matters. So, yes, in the eyes of the public, the Browns are thought of as being in a better place 
than the Indianapolis Colts. That's how messed up the Colts are after that week one performance against the Los Angeles Rams. couple of things, I'll tell you why. A, we, we often point out when, when the line is set, the Vegas Sportsbook, the Sportsbook operator, the offshore book, set the opening line, but it's the gambling public that establishes the final line. So you got to follow the money. We often talk on Benny versus the Penny about how you have to follow the money to find out where it's going. And if you have too much on either side, that's going to move the line. The goal is to get even money. Why? Because you you make your money as the bookmaker on the, the, the money in the middle. right? You want both sides. You're guaranteed to, to make a profit. The whole thing. Uh, so th- the fact that Cleveland is a slight favorite, that's how it opened, tells you that the, the belief is they can get even money on both sides and that the public thinks that Cleveland is better. Actually, they think Cleveland's five points better than Indianapolis because generally home teams get three points. So if Cleveland's a two or a two-and-a-half-point favorite, that would mean that the opening line indicates that the Browns on a neutral field should be five points better than the Colts. I find that hard to believe. Uh, the second part, both of these teams, hot mess. right? You really have to be a degenerate to go out of your way to bet this game. Like We'll pick it on Benny versus the Penny this week because we pick every game because that's how we do it. We don't charge you for picks like other people do. We just give them out. But this is a roll of the dice situation. My gut at this point tells me to take the Colts as a home underdog. Just don't trust the Browns. We'll look more at the game later in the week. But from what I've heard, the early money, the sharp money, is actually on the Browns. That It's close, but over 55%, which is not a defining amount, but 55% is actually coming in on the Browns at minus 2.5. I found that surprising. We'll see what the numbers indicate later. All right, next. And we knew last season that Adam Silver wanted to do something about the resting players epidemic in the NBA. Well, now it's being reported that the league's proposal will give Adam Silver sole discretion in fining teams for resting multiple players in a single game or healthy ones in national TV games. Ben, do you think that this is a good idea, or are we about to see a Goodell 2.0? Yeah, here's the thing. As long as Adam Silver is continuing as the commissioner, if he's the one calling the shots, this is, I'll be very clear, this is not hazardous in any way to players in professional basketball, and I'll tell you why. Number one, Adam Silver has been spineless. He's been toothless. He's a jellyfish in terms of, of player discipline. The inmates are running the asylum. It is highly doubtful that any real punishment is going to come down the pipe. Adam Silver wants to be liked by the stars, the headliners in the NBA, so he'll play the doormat and let them continue to walk all over him, and and that's kind of the way he likes it. And number two, it, it is under Adam Silver's watch that this virus has spread around the NBA. David Stern attempted to nip it in the bud. He fined the hell out of the San Antonio Spurs when Greg Popovich did this famously and sent a bunch of guys back from Miami back to San Antonio on Southwest Airlines. And then David Stern got ripped apart for doing it. He left, and Adam Silver has been an enabler for this disease to go unchecked in the NBA. What I expect to happen There's going to be some token punishment. Some second-level star will be used as an example to appease people like me that don't like this and the TV partners that also have a problem with this, but nothing more than that. 
So th- there will be someone that is punished, but it's going to be a, a slap on the wrist, if you will. Here, All right, next. Now, Ben, we do know that uh, we heard the story that Tom Brady did not make a uh, visit to the White House, and a lot of us speculated that it was because Giselle does not uh, agree with you know Trump's policies and whatnot. But now we're hearing a little bit of a different story. Uh, Anthony Scaramucci, you know, the guy that was the White House press secretary yes, for like the mooch. 24 hours, something like that. Oh, like Ten solid days of work. <laughs> yes. Well, he is uh, claiming that Tom Brady once dated Ivanka Trump. Oh, yes. yes I, and, I heard and about this. Perhaps that is the, uh, the, the reason behind uh, his non-visit. Oh, yeah. what, Love situation. Yes. What's the real story here, Ben? Yeah, I, I, I want to believe this. I, I, now, I was not in the bedroom. Uh, as far as I know, but I, I would like to believe this to be true, and it is plausible. And I realize that Brady's people have circled the wagons, and they're they're saying, "Oh no, there's nothing to this." Did you expect them to come out and confirm? Yes, I slept with Donald Trump's daughter 15 years ago. Of course, they're not going to say that. A uh, couple of things here. Number one, Donald Trump was a casual golf buddy with Tom Brady. This goes back to the early days of Brady with the Patriots, his swinging single days when he was quite the playboy. And considering how much the Donald values celebrity, quarterbacks, and, by the way, his daughter Ivanka, it is completely plausible to think that Donald Trump set his daughter up on a date 15 years ago with Tom Brady. you got to think. I think I believe that the, the age thing, Brady would have been like 25 years old. Ivanka would have been 20 that makes some sense. And secondly, this guy, the mooch, Donald Trump's right-hand man for 10 days, now he is still a political operative of Trump. I, I, we understand that how this works. I mean, he's still kind of – he's there. He's in the tank for Trump, even though he only lasted 10 days. So, so you have to factor that in. But if Brady did, let's say, uh, take a roll in the hay with uh, the – the first daughter, it is understandable if Giselle Bunchin is uncomfortable uh, with that. Now, not that I believe Tom Brady would be having any kind of uh, sex in the Oval Office if he were to visit Donald Trump or anything like that, but be quite the story. So, yeah, I want to believe it. It sounds like a great story. It's nice and juicy. I like it. I think it's it's completely reasonable that that happened 15 years ago. There it is, Mallard of the third degree, how did we do? You passed this edition. That's a winner! <laughs> wonder who else is on Brady's list. He must have quite the list. Now, he doesn't get the reputation like Derek Jeter. Jeter's, a lot of that's public because his models and stuff. You got to think, though, Tom Brady, when the Patriots became a big deal back in the beginning of the 2000s, and he was doing his thing, he must have had quite the... Quite the list of uh, successes in the dating world there. It's the Ben Maller Show. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Time now for the Insta Trivia. And here we go. It's time for the Insta Trivia. Which receiver? Now, we, we told you yesterday the guy that had the most long throws that went his way, but he only caught one of them, Alshon Jeffrey of the Eagles. We're going to change it up. Uh, here's the today's Insta Trivia. The name of the receiver that has been the top big play threat through the first two weeks of the NFL season. All right, so pay close attention here. In terms of yards gained on long pass plays, which receiver has been the top big play threat through the first couple of weeks 
of the NFL regular season. That is the Insta Trivia. Your answer is next. The Ben Maller Show has been called a show about nothing. However, Twitter is definitely something. Join the Charm Circle and follow Ben on Twitter. He is at Ben Maller. And you can follow our executive producer. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop, Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco Fan. But I, I, I want to mount it. And out live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. And time now for the Insta Trivia. Here it is. We're looking for the name of the NFL receiver that has been the biggest big play threat through the first two weeks. Now, that means in terms of yards gained on long passes, the receiver that has been number one in that department. That is the question. What is the answer? They're coming in on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. The rooster says it's got to be Ray Boom Boom Mancini. As the answer. Henry Ellard, guessed by Rob, the great Rams legend in the 1980s. Who else do we have? Can't read that one on the air. Uh, not that one. Max McGee, guessed by the go-to-bed guy. It's a good name. Uh, Rich is going with Jerry Seinfeld as his answer. J.J. Nelson, thrown out by our P1 tweeter, Robbie the Mariner fan. Uh, who else? Louis Lips from Ron. Billy Joe Dupree from Deshaun. Jerry Porter, guessed by Matt. Eddie, what say you? It's not Art Monk, which was guessed by Manuel in Gardena. I believe it's Harold Carmichael. The great Harold Carmichael. Is that right? Is it Harold Carmichael? Uh, no. <laughs> Correct answer. I got to get this in before it's irrelevant because it likely will be irrelevant at the end of this week. From the Minnesota Vikings, Stephon Diggs. Number one in that category, 89 yards on passes traveling 20 or more yards downfield. Big tip of the cap to the gumbo defense of the New Orleans Saints in week one for helping to enhance, shall we say, enhance those numbers. J.J. Nelson of the Cardinals is next. He's tied with Brandon Cooks of the Patriots. And uh, Tony Romo brought up an interesting uh, point during the Patriot Saints game. Uh, if Brandon Cooks was so good, why would the Saints get rid of him? Why would Drew Brees not have a hissy fit with Brandon Cooks being sent packing to the New England Patriots? Which is uh, it's not a not a wrong position to have. But Drew Brees seems pretty mellow, pretty calm. Doesn't seem that, that, that any of this is bothering him too much. Any of it all, any of it at all. All right, uh, this guy Rusty who called up early, he's got a he's got a potty mouth. He wants to get back on the air. He's having a meltdown right now on social media. He says we're the only radio show that he likes is the show, and he really wants to get on the show. But we let him on, and he said a thing he can't say. So I think we got to give him a timeout till tomorrow at least, right? That's that's what I just yeah. told him yeah. on the phone. I said, you, you know, call tomorrow, give it another shot. But yeah, yeah, today's so, one and done. Yeah, that's. Uh, well, we, we all say that word he said in the hallway. Yeah, I have no here. problem with the word. I wish we could say the word. The draconian government rules that we have to follow do not allow us to say the word. I think it's ridiculous. We say whatever we want on the radio. It's, it's insanity. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, but I have to follow these rules. You got rules at your job. These are the dumb rules that I have in my job. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Let's do it. Yeah! It's Ben Maller, and he's going all in. I'll go all in. All right, let's do this here. Uh, how did we do yesterday, Coop de Loop? 
Uh, ben, we were split 50-50. You and, uh, you and Danny won, but Eddie and I lost. Uh, you guys are bringing us down. That's a bad job by you. Uh, when in doubt, throw the wood out, as in Alex Wood. This is a bounce-back baby for the Dodgers. Who? They win in Philly. Dodgers is the pick. Eddie. Major League Soccer, oh, huge yeah, game. Montreal impact against Toronto FC. Yeah. I'll take Toronto minus a goal and a half. Danny G, hurry up. D-backs to San Diego over under seven and a half. It's Robbie Ray Day. I'm taking the under. Cool. Uh, Nationals over under set at nine. I'm going to take the under. Enough is enough. An NFL team throwing down the hammer. After one of their key players says, I don't know where I want to be. I don't want to be here. I, uh, I'm going to just go away somewhere. I'm not going to report to the Miami Dolphins. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. We live in a time where we're supposed to be uh, softer, gentler with uh, these, these kind of stories. So this is a rarity. This is an old school move. Old school move by the Miami Dolphins. We've got a plot twist in the bizarre tale of the AWOL NFL player. And here's the latest. Uh, Lawrence Timmons, former Steeler, longtime Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker who was a key free agent pickup by the Dolphins. He went missing over the weekend, and now he has been suspended indefinitely by the Dolphins after he disappeared hours before their game in Los Angeles against the Chargers. It should be mentioned that Timmons had been with the team in L.A. for a while, the team leaving to the West Coast because of the hurricane uh, and so they were in the Southern California area for a while. And then right before the game, Saturday, the day before the game, Saturday afternoon, he went missing. The team was panicked. They called a bunch of friends, family, could not track down Lawrence Timmons. And so they filed a missing persons, uh, missing persons report with the LAPD. And that actually uh, ended up popping up on the Internet. Uh, the, the details of that, some of that information out there. And so finally, they couldn't find him Saturday night. They found him early Sunday at Los Angeles International Airport trying to catch a flight to Pennsylvania. The story that we're being told is that he was trying to see his child with his baby mama. And so the suspension, the indefinite suspension, which sounds really strong, of Timmons can only last a few weeks. So it's, it's not going to last more. I think it's five weeks, and then that's it, four or five weeks, and then that's that's all she wrote for the suspension of the Dolphin linebacker. So let's talk about this. Now, we've also heard that Adam Gase, the Dolphins head coach, is furious, according to those that claim to know more than us. Uh, he's uh, enraged with Timmons for abandoning the franchise without any kind of notice on Saturday. And here's the key part of this. Here's the key part. They don't like the explanation. They're not satisfied, the Dolphins, with the explanation that has been given for this AWOL move by Lawrence Timmons. Now, some have characterized this as an aggressive move by the Dolphins, that 
instead of suspending him, they should have gone out and gotten him therapy and some pills. And he clearly has some kind of mental issues to leave a job like that. Uh, And uh, there's a lot of that pushback that the Dolphins are are being insensitive here to an employee that's got uh, some some issues, some issues. And, And this has also been called an overreaction by some. So here's the question. Do you feel that the Dolphins suspension of Lawrence Timmons is accurate? Did they get it right? Well, the information that we have here, yes, this is a necessary move by the Dolphins. I'm stunned that they did it considering the times we live in, and I would have thought the Dolphins would have just gotten them a really good shrink and given him some pills, and then they that's what everyone else does, right? Just get a bunch of pills and see a shrink, and you're good. But this, there, there's got to be some more to it. Keep, I keep going back to this. Like, we only know a little bit. There's a whole gap in hours where Timmons was missing between – the time the Dolphins couldn't find him, and the time that he turned up at the airport in L.A. So I want to know what was going on there. What what was leading him down that path to get to that point? Now, a couple of observations here. Justified, that's the first thing. Bubble of trust and chicken feed. Those are the three things here. First of all, the Dolphin organization, as they like to say in Canada, they did their investigation. They met with Timmons from what we're being told here. They tried to put all the puzzle pieces together, and they came to this decision. I'm going to assume that you have a job. Maybe you don't, but I'm going to assume that you do. If you don't show up to your job, what is going to happen? Generally speaking, I'm going to speak for your employer. If you go AWOL from your job, you're going to be punished. Is that a fair statement to make? Most employers aren't going to say, well, let's get you some therapy. We'll help you out here. You're going to be punished. Your fellow workers depend on you, right, for your job. You you have a job. Whatever your job is, you might not think your job is that important. But trust me, if you don't show up for a couple days or even a day, you'll find out how important that job is. And so clearly Timmons did not have a good enough alibi for his actions. The Dolphins were not buying what he was selling. So, therefore, this punishment is absolutely justified what they did here, the Dolphins. And the second thing, there was so much optimism about the Dolphins being a better team, and one of the reasons was because of Lawrence Timmons. Now, this is before their quarterback got hurt, even though I was not. I, was not, I just want to be on the record. I was not in the camp that thought the Dolphins were going to be all that much better. But those that did, one of the reasons was because of players like Lawrence Timmons when he arrived in Miami, and you had expectations that the Dolphin defense would be better in part because of him. And one of the reasons that some had the Dolphins as a legitimate wild card team, again, in the NFC. Remember, they were in the playoffs last year and got trucked by the Pittsburgh Steelers. So all it took, one game, one game, and all of that is out the window. Timmons has violated the bubble of trust with the Dolphins. They, they cannot have this guy around. How do you get that back? I, I, that's one of those things. When it's gone, it's gone, right? Damage is done. And he's not some fresh-out-of-college newbie. The guy's a 31-year-old grown-ass man. 
And I, I don't know what's going on in his life. Maybe it'll come out. Maybe they'll have a great story, and we'll, we'll all uh, regret this. But from the information that we know right now, it's hard to come up with a justification. And for these people that are running around saying, well, they should have gotten him some help. And all, no, Listen, that's, for other, that's for the family. That's for the family to help out. That's not, that's not necessarily the employer's responsibility. You can't blame youth on this one. You have an unexcused absence. Now, the final thing here, the Dolphins, are what they're doing is they're positioning themselves for a divorce. That's the obvious move. They can only suspend uh, Timmons for four games. I guess is the number, four games. And then it's time for a moment of truth. And in the bureaucracy of football, this suspension, what this accomplishes is it allows you to get some money back, as much money back as possible. How much is this disappearance, this trip to the airport in L.A. going to cost the Dolphin linebacker a whole lot of chicken feed? whole lot of chicken feed. How much? Well, his per-game salary, the amount of the fine, $58,823. So that works out to a $235,000 loss in wages uh, for this particular football player. But wait, there's more. Uh, Timmons could also have to pay back some of his signing bonus, which would also be $647,000. And in addition to that, the cherry on top of the you-know-what Sunday, he's at risk to lose $4.5 million as part of next year's contract. So the math right now works out to $880,000 plus the trip, you know, for the trip to the airport and potentially – we're going to get to $5.3 million in financial losses for Lawrence Timmons based on this particular activity. Chances that he plays another game for the Dolphins, I will go less than 1%. There's always the possibility that the Dolphins actually win some games but lose linebackers and desperate things happen, but that's a long shot. So you got to go – you got to go less than 1%. It is the Ben Maller Show as you are locked in on Fox Sports Radio. We thank you for that. Don't forget to check out our podcast, which I understand is doing very well. I don't get any extra money for that, but the podcast is doing very well. You can download that podcast. What I really like about the podcast is I don't get any money out of it, but it really annoys the suits, the, the big shots here at Fox Sports Radio that, that make the decisions. They get furious because they look at the podcast numbers. They get those more often like the ratings. And they look at the podcast numbers, and it drives them nuts because there are other shows, and I'm not going to name names. I, I, I don't talk about my teammates here, but there are other shows that we are beating that we should not be beating. And I'd, I'd like to even beat more of the shows. And you can help us do that. I need your help on that. And you've been great. You, you guys, I've, I've asked you to do stuff. And the cool thing is this doesn't cost any money. Like usually people on radio ask you for stuff. you got to pay money. This is free, assuming you have a smartphone. If you don't have a smartphone, you're screwed. If you don't have a computer, you're screwed. You're help- I, you can't do anything for me. You can't help me in this fight to win the podcast battle among the shows here at Fox Sports Radio. But the podcast is available at iTunes and everywhere else you can find quality podcasts. And occasionally, I'll let you in on a little secret here. On the podcast, sometimes the things that you don't hear on the show, you it sounds like there's a glitch and, and there's like something missing from the show. It's usually because somebody's got a potty mouth like Angry Bill or Rusty in Tennessee, and so we have to delete it. But occasionally on the podcast, I've heard stories. I don't know if it's true or not that sometimes that might get on the podcast. I'm just saying, might get on there. 
Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia. So, uh, Rusty yeah. has taken to Twitter. He's, he's uh, uh, not happy. No, he's not happy. We're not letting him back on the air. But, I think uh, uh, Rusty's doing some self-medication. I think that might well, be Well, like Lawrence there. Timmons, there needs to be punishment for, for actions. That's correct. So. I, I like Adam Gase. I've ripped him, Eddie. You know that. But I like this move. That's a, that's a strong move by Adam Gase. I mean, but isn't this expected? Uh, who Who's saying this is unjust? I no, mean, I, the people, uh, some of the feedback on the internet, people are like, this, they should have gotten him help. You know, he, He's clearly got something wrong here. CTE is being blamed. Oh, Anytime an NFL player does anything yeah. wrong, how great must it be to be an NFL player? It's like, well, I, I made a mistake. Oh, CTE. You know, every it's the number one fallback excuse. No, I'm, I'm not ben, saying that doesn't ben, they, happen. They but can't prove it until you're dead. Exactly. Too, so. Exactly. I've got CTE, Eddie. I played football. Every time I have a bad show, it's because of CTE. Done. Yeah, you can try it. Yeah, it's worth Will a work? shot. Yeah. Okay. Can I get in on a lawsuit and get some money or something like that? Is that every, that's the in thing do, to do, right? To get some money out of it? No? Uh, I think there's a couple of kickers that are in on it. So, I mean, if they can get in on it, I don't see yeah. why you can't get in on it. Ben, you must, yes, have, Danny it, G. You must have it really bad. Screw Ooh. you. Look at Danny taking these little pot <laughs> shots. Shot fired. I remember when Danny was positive when he started. And, and then he started working with you. Yeah. And no, it wasn't that, me. It was other people. Danny was like, no. I, you, you know, know what? I, I was in a good mood until I watched the Dodgers game last night. I had, nothing to do with, I had nothing to do with that. You, Just yes, wait till the postseason, no, boys. I texted Ben because yeah, I did. thought I would find my solace. Ben, what did you text back? Uh, I might have said some derogatory <laughs> things. I, I mean, possibly, right? <laughs> but that's how I felt. What, you want me to lie to you? No, I just thought, you know, you'd make it better somehow. But Boy, was that was just... a mistake by you, Danny. I mean, <laughs> you thought Ben was going to lift you up? I mean, come <laughs> yeah. on. I thought Don't Ben worry, was going to tell me okay. it's going to be bad. It's all right. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Everything's fine. I think I ripped the Dodger off. Like I ripped the Dodger <laughs> offense, and then I said, well, the Phillies have terrible pitching. How could they not score more runs against these bums? Good point. Something yeah. like that. Then I felt Extra bad. And then you took another shot at Baez, and then I, I love how I'm recapping a text conversation. <laughs> Is that not great radio? And then I said Dave Roberts loves him. I stand yeah. by those statements. Hey, I got an interesting question here. This is a legitimate question. It's a baseball question, not about the Dodgers. Now, the, the Minnesota Twins are in a, in a twin angel fight to get in the playoffs here. One slot realistically left in the American League. Down the stretch we go. The, the Twins are in New York. They lost to the to the Yankees. Uh, Miguel Sano, don't you know, he's been out. He didn't play. He hasn't played for the Twins since August 19th. And so the Twins are getting, trying to win a, win a playoff spot. They're getting going here down the stretch. And from what, I, from what we're being told here, Paul Molitor, the Twins manager, sounded like he's not willing to play Miguel Sano as he tries to come back from injury here that he's not willing to play him, that he cannot get regular playing time for the Twins, even if they make the playoffs. Like, if the Twins show up in the division series, and Miguel Sano, one of their better players, I think we'd all agree on that, that it's over, that he's going to be a backup player. And why is that? Well, according to the Twins manager, that, that they're just running out of time. There's not enough time left for Miguel Sano to get – playing time where he'd get his timing back with the pitching that he would have to face and all that. The reason I bring this up is because Bryce Harper has also been out for a good amount of time. The narrative out of Washington is 
that as soon as Bryce Harper is ready to go, they're going to throw him out there and put him in the lineup. And even if it's not till the playoffs start, they want Bryce Harper in the lineup. So why is it different with Miguel Sano? Right? Why is there little chance that he can be a regular player for the Twins when Bryce Harper, you know, Bryce Harper on some kind of hyper you know, rehab where he's in a better position than than Sano? I don't get that. I'm trying to figure out why it's so different between these two guys who are both, I know it's a different situation, Minnesota and Washington, but it seems bizarre. Seems uh, seems a little bizarre there. A little bizarre that the Twins would not be rushing to get Sano back into the lineup. All right, you're listening to the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. We give out the number once an hour. That is it. One time an hour and we'll do that right now. We're going to do it right now. Here we go. You ready? All right. Everyone's ready. This is tremendous. This is very exciting. Here's the big reveal. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Brother. That is the number operators are standing by. But space. Hello? Yes, space is limited. And once the lines are full, the lines are full. You are screwed. It is over for you. We'll swim with the sharks. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The Ben Maller Show has been called a show about nothing, but Twitter is definitely something. Join the Charm Circle and follow Ben on Twitter. He is at Ben Maller. And you can follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites of the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Danny. His last name is a mystery to most, but you can follow him at Danny G Radio. And at the top of your lungs, scream, Where are the white women at? And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll swim with the Sharks coming up in a moment. I was trying to figure out why the Twins are publicly reluctant to play Miguel Sano as a regular, but the Nationals cannot wait to get Bryce Harper back in the lineup. I would say that Miguel Sano, when he's right, is as valuable to the Twins as Bryce Harper is to the Washington Nationals. So I find it bizarre that the teams have taken different positions on this. Uh, well, some of the Maller militia chiming in. Uh, Robbie, the Mariner fan, says the reason is because Bryce Harper is more experienced, more important, and his pure hitting ability is light years ahead of Sunel. I don't agree with that, Robbie. Uh, the Rooster very simply says it's because Paul Molitor is a dope. I like that answer better. Dope! That's a good answer. Curtis points out it's tough to figure out that Dusty Baker has proved to be a manager who makes plenty of mistakes managing his guys, says Kurt. Taking a shot at Dusty Baker. Let's go to Jed, who fled, who's on Fox Sports Radio. We're going to have too much or not enough coming up in a few minutes as well, so if you want to play, you can call for that. What's going on, Jed, who fled? <clears throat> Good time, my man. You caught me just finished chewing. Nice job, nice job. Uh uh, I wanted to say, uh, well, and after that, i got to give the shout-out to a staple of all that's good and great in America, Vienna sausage well, hot sauce. If you hadn't had some recently, go have some. Uh, ben, social media in general, like you said, has led to a pampered generation uh, becoming more pampered as social media exploded later in our millennial lives. And, and like Eddie said, how can a... Uh, millionaire upon millionaire upon millionaire just be so uh, insecure and in, in sipping the haterade that they have to get fake uh, profiles to criticize people. I, I can't even comprehend that. 
fight. I can't. He's a human being. That's the human condition. I can, so I get, to be I can a get fake person and attack people? What well, kind of human a, condition you got? Well, don't you do that? I do that all the time. I've got like 17 fake accounts. Yes, in fact, there's actually no one listening to the show. Everyone on Twitter is just me. All these characters I've created on Twitter, it's all my... You think that guy... No, seriously. You think, you think Ernie in Michigan's real? No, that's me. You think Robbie the Mariner fan's actually a real person? No, it's are me. Your, uh, are your bot some of the bots influenced in elections? Yes, I've got bots? every every porn bot follows me because we're on at the time the porn bots are out hey, there. Hey, every porn bot follows you because you're Big Ben. That's huh? right. Hello, wait, yes. Wait, Ben, does this mean you're David Gagon? I'm the Gagon account. David Gagon. I'm Dolphin Mike. I'm a Manic Mike. I'm everyone... Weedman hippie's not even real. It's all me. I stole this from Phil Henry. It worked for Phil Henry, and I've stolen his act. All I have is aliases. That's all I have. I'm not even real. I'm fake. I'm phony. I think I should be a part of this breaking news. Is that going out on FSR Twitter feed or what? Uh, Coop's celebrating Mary Jane, so I don't know that that's going out right now. Being Mary Jane, which is – why is that trending? It's been trending all day on uh... – on Twitter, why is that? Does anyone know the answer to that? Is that because it's a lame TV show? Oh, it's a TV all. show. Yeah. What channel is it on? Yeah, I don't know. Something up in the higher numbers. Didn't we use this as a joke? Somebody sent a joke in on this for Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. I think so. Yeah. All right. It's uh, the Ben Maller Show. Thank you, Chet. It's uh, always an honor. Your royalty. Uh, thank you. Uh, let's go to Daryl in Vancouver, who's on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Daryl. How you doing? Daryl, if I was any better, I'd be a Canuck, but not a Vancouver Canuck because they're not going to win the Stanley Cup. Oh, they're awful. They're awful. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a Flyer fan anyway, but the Canucks are awful. But anyways, Ben, yeah. back to back to why I was calling. I, I'm phoning because I'm a little bit curious as to why this Michael Bennett situation isn't a little bit bigger news in, in media and, and just – the fact that somebody could be doing, throwing up a racist sign like he has and, and nobody's making any comments about it, if, if, if it had been a white guy that had done some stupid racial remark, it'd be all over the place. And, I, and I've watched my share of interviews of the, Michael, uh, of the Bennett brothers, and they come across as a couple of racist scumbags, to be honest. I'm not big fans of theirs. But well, I'm just I, I think it's fair to say, listen, Michael Bennett's uh, race baiting. I think that's going on here. I think there's a lot of that going on. And I understand he's going to sue the Las Vegas Police Department. Good luck. The video that I've seen on the internet, uh, I don't know how you can you can win any money. Uh, yeah, it doesn't yeah. seem like he's got much of a case there uh, for his troubles. But uh, I've I've tried to ignore Michael Bennett as much as I can here. I don't. You want me to? I, you want I, me to do monologues? I, I did a couple on Michael Bennett. Would you like me to go yeah. down that road? I, no, I, but I. I feel I, I feel I, like I, I've beaten the Kaepernick uh, horse into the ground here. No. He is a follower of Kaepernick. He's a disciple sure. of Kaepernick, and I. I don't know what more can I add. I, he's doing well, his thing. He's trying. He's trying to become a celebrity. He's got. He's writing a book, a race baiting book. So good luck to Michael yeah. Bennett. I hope it works out for him. True, but it, one thing that's annoying though is sports is kind of a a, a, a time for you to get away from. Yeah, all not that anymore. Stuff. It's getting shoved down our throats. I don't it, even know. It it's is. Not, but so I. I don't. You could say that for a long time. I don't think you can say that now. Everything is no, getting shoved down. So, that, and it's that's not. That's it's not like it's going to go back. Is it gonna, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. It's out that's, now. That's, that's totally so, true, and that's what's, yeah. that's what's disappointing is is now it's gone from being a, a kind of a, a a place where you could go on the weekend and relax and watch your teams, and now you're getting political and religious garbage crammed down your throat every time you turn around. And I think it's turning fans off, and that's why you're seeing 
stadiums empty and people not tuning in because they're tired of this garbage. Well, we'll find out. If that's the case, then the people that run sports, they, they'll have to get their head out of the sand and they'll have to do something about it. But we're not, we're not there yet. They're, they're blaming, yeah. They blame the Emmys this weekend on the low ratings, and uh, they've got an excuse for it. Last year it was Donald Trump. Now they're not blaming Trump. They've moved on to, to other stuff. All right, thank you, Daryl. There's uh, Daryl in uh, Vancouver. All right, we'll, we'll swim with the sharks in a moment. Also, too much or not enough, we got Tinderoni tips later this hour. Danny G's going to do it with his shirt off. We're very excited about that. Wow. Yes. He's never done that before. Oh, That's right. No. For, for the ladies. Yeah, a little eye candy for the ladies. Uh, so we'll get to that later in the hour. You're listening to the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. And right now, Eddie Garcia with the latest. Well, Ben, we have 12 days left in the baseball regular season, so we're getting down to it and checking the playoff races. The Yankees beat the Twins 5-2. Minnesota's lead for that second wildcard spot in the American League is still at a game and a half, though, on the Angels because the Angels lost to the Indians 6-3. Red Sox blanked the Orioles 1-0 in 11 innings. Boston still has a three-game lead on New York atop the AL East. Cubs have won seven straight after a 2-1 win over the Rays. Brewers get by the Pirates 1-0. Milwaukee is now one game back in Colorado for that second wildcard spot in the National League as the Rockies lost to the Giants 4-3. Dodgers' magic number to wrap up the NL West is down to two, even though they lost to the Phillies 6-2. But the Diamondbacks also lost, falling to the Padres 6-2. This report is brought to you by TrueCar. With TrueCar, you can find out what other people in your area pay for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit TrueCar and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Ben, I don't know if you saw this or not, but Demoris Smith was re-elected as the NFL Players Association Executive Director Tuesday night by a vote of 14 to nothing by the selection committee. So that means we're going to be talking about him during the labor stoppage in a couple years. That's be right. The, guy we talk about. the three-year okay. term runs through Good. 2021, which coincides with the final year of the collective bargaining agreement. That's great. I cannot wait for labor negotiation radio. That will be fun. That'll be a ratings winner. We will have a lot of success on this show when there's no football. We just talk about labor negotiations. So we're going to play in a moment here, too much or not enough. So, so uh, call right now. The, the number is uh, – I can't give it out again. I already gave it out. So I, if you, I hope you know the number. I'll I, give it out for you if you want. I can't give it out. You can do what you want, but I can't give it no, out. 877 on Fox. All right. Uh, the, we're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com. We go deep into the Southern Fried Football region, the SEC. Do you hear about this? The University of Mississippi, the student body president, announced that the the students the uh, at, at Ole Miss will be able to vote on whether or not to change the Rebel Black Bear mascot. Do you hear about this? They have. They're deciding. No, now they went. They used to have like an old colonel. Yes. And so they changed it to oh, this yeah. bear, which I don't, I've never seen on TV or anything. So they are they going to go they, back? Well, no, no, go... no, no, no. Definitely not going back oh. in the times we live in. No, no. I, I I'm I'm pretty confident that uh, the the old dude uh, was he a plant... Colonel Reb or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, definitely not coming back. But they're deciding whether or not to continue on as having the black bear mascot or. The land shark. Um, yeah, land shark, Eddie. What is a land shark, Ben? Well, it, it's a a move. the uh, The defense at the Ole Miss football team kind of started this, I believe, a couple years ago. Yeah, I've seen them do that thing where they put their hand yeah. on top of their head when yeah. they make a big play. And apparently, it's spread to some of the other sports teams at at Ole Miss. So, 
they'll uh, can you imagine a uh, Mississippi football team, and they'll have a little shark costume walking around on the sidelines. That'll be good, right? What could possibly go wrong with that? That that won't well, be mocked at may- all. Maybe Katy Perry has one of her sharks <laughs> left over that they could borrow. I mean, you're, you're already behind the eight ball when you're at at you know University of Mississippi. Right? Let's be fair. When you're playing the other SEC teams, you're you're a little bit behind and. Yeah, that's a good point. The Katy Perry thing, we can get that. And there's the San Jose Sharks, you know. Yeah, but this, you know, a little weak. Can't they do better than that? I don't know. Bears is kind of lame. I mean, this is well, least kind of unique. Like a, they had to get rid of Colonel Red. I know. So they I had know. to. They panicked, and when in doubt, you just go with the just bear. Just go bear or lion, yeah. yeah. I don't think they should do the sharks because how many people get bitten by sharks every year? Well, land sharks are, you know. They're okay? Yeah, they're not a big threat. They don't bite anybody? Yeah. I don't yeah. think they exist, but. Yeah. Really? Okay. What if sharks started walking? Like, what if Sharknado took place and, like, sharks started, like, flying through the air and walking? How great. That, that would be uh, yeah. unique, yeah. Okay. Moving on. Here we go. Let's do it. It's another Ben Maller game. We've endured too many of these. Is it too much or not enough? Enough already. Too much or not enough. Let's do this right now. We welcome in our contestant from the Valley of the Sun. We say hello to Tom, who's in Phoenix. Hello, Tom. Welcome. Hey, Ben. I can't wait for the D-backs to beat the Dodgers in the playoffs, but All right. so let's you, play the game. How old are you? <laughs> old enough. Now, how old? Give me a ballpark. You're like uh, 35? 53. 53. All right. Yeah. You're going to have to live about 150 years for that to happen. I hope you make it. I'm pulling for you. Try 150 days uh, or less. That's uh, incorrect. It's good to have hopes. Your dreams will be crushed, and you'll never talk about this again. All right, too much or not enough. If you're going to get three right, you win the game. You get five right, we'll give you two golden tickets. Get three right, we'll give you one. You understand? Yes, sir. All right, very simple game. You listening can play along as well. Here we go. Question number one. Max Scherzer has now had six straight seasons with at least 250 strikeouts. Is that too much or not enough for the Washington Nationals ace? Too much. It's going to go too much. Is that right? That is correct. And you're on your way, Tom. Good. First question is correct. Too much? That's sure. Now, if he would have been playing the Dodgers, he would have had that, but sorry. Oh, you are. You're playing with fire. You're holding matches right now. Then can we just fail this guy right now? I, uh, yeah. I, uh, I will now ask you impossible questions. You now have no chance, Tom. You have zero <laughs> chance. Uh, this is Scherzer's fourth straight 250 strikeout season. Only Randy Johnson has a longer streak, the big unit at six back in the day. Question number two, the Boston Red Sox have eight extra inning wins this season. Is that too much or not enough for the Sox? Not enough. Not enough. Not enough, he says. Is he right? You got lucky. Uh, not no, enough. No, 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 no. Not enough. I know good. what I'm doing. No, you don't. Uh, the Red Sox yes, have, you're a liar, 15 extra inning wins, most in franchise history. Now, you're, now you're about to get three in a row wrong, and I'm going to laugh every every incorrect question. You are going to choke. You are going to choke right now. It is going to happen, and I'm going to enjoy every incorrect answer. You understand you're about to lose. You understand that, Tom? It might yes, seem sir. It might seem like you're about to win, but you're not about to win. Okay. Yeah, you're you're going to lose. You feel? I feel it. Do you feel? I feel it. Yes. This is the same feeling I'm going to have when the D-backs beat the Dodgers in the playoffs. Yeah, all right. You keep drinking that whiskey. Here we go. Question number three. Akib Talib had the seventh pick six of his career 
on Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys. Is that too much or not enough? Not enough. You sure about that? There's a lot riding yeah. on this question. You sure you want to go with that? I'm, I'm, I'm positive. I mean, you. Could- oh, damn it! Damn, 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 damn. Keep going. I'll get five in a row. No, you're not going to get Just like the D-backs no, are yeah, going to yeah, beat yeah. the Dodgers in five uh, games. You got lucky. This is the easiest game. You have a 50% chance at every question. You, It's like a true-false thing when you were in school. How hard is that? All right. Well, you got that one right. So you got three in a row. Uh, Talib now has 10 interception returns for touchdowns. Only Darren Sharper, Rod, and Charles Woodson have more. Question four. And this, we all know where Darren Sharper is, right? Um, yeah, he's in the pokey, pokey, pokey. All right, got question number four. Here we go. He had a sandwich named after him at the state-run NFL Network. Did you know that? In the cafeteria, he had a sandwich named after him. Now he's got something else named after him in jail. All right, here we go. Question number four. The Chargers have now missed five straight game-tying or go-ahead field goals in the fourth quarter going back the last couple of years. Is that too much or not enough? Not enough. You sure you sure you want to do not enough? Yes. You positive? Because positive. if you get it wrong, I'm going to goof on you. You sure you want to do that? I'm positive. Not enough. I'm trying to talk you out of it. You want to go not enough? Yes, I do. All right. You're a loser on that question. You got it wrong. Just like the Diamondbacks are going to get it wrong in the playoffs. <laughs> you did win the game, though, so I guess I have to give you a golden ticket, even though you annoy the hell out of me. You win a golden ticket. There you go. Yay. <laughs> I feel like uh, Willy Wonka. <laughs> it's the only thing the state of Arizona yeah. is going to win. Yeah, and uh, just to point this out here, that uh, this has no monetary value. So only on the show. Okay. I've got a golden ticket. I've got a golden ticket. All right. Uh, thank you, Tom. Uh, there he goes. Uh, the uh, very annoying Tom in Phoenix who's going to be disappointed. And I will laugh at him when the Diamondbacks meekly leave the playoffs. I will laugh hysterically at him. Love is in the air. Love is in the I know it is. Yeah, it's in the air everywhere. Uh, we're going to have Tinderoni tips. Now, the way this works, if you're new to our show, welcome. We thank you for this. Uh, the way it works is you get that Periscope app on your phone. You should already have it. There it is right there. You find that app. You search your smartphone. You get that app open. You can go on your computer and do this. Go to Periscope. And then you type in Eddie on FSR. And in a few minutes, there will be some video that pops up inside the bowels of the Fox Sports Radio Studios, the mothership. And you can see us do the show. And we'll have some bonus content as well. All of that, and it's re- boy, it's going to be good. Danny told me it's going to be really good this week. We got some really good questions this week, so we'll have Tinderoni tips with Danny G. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Follow our exclusive Reddit page. Find our subreddit Ben Maller Show and be a part of our revamping post stories and message other P ones. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And we are moments away from Tinderoni Tips with Danny G Radio, a staple of the Ben Maller Show. If it's you know what day of the week it is based on on what kind of stuff we do. And today, you know, rather than me uh, filibuster, let's just get to it right now. What do you say here? Let's Tinderoni Tips. In a 
bit of a dry spell? Tinder guru Danny G is here to help. If you have a romantic query and you are under the age of 50 and you're not freaky or disgusting, please give us a call. That's right. Lovey-dovey time on the radio. Yes, indeed. It's all about courtship. If you're already married, you got to stay married. Danny G here doing the mating dance on the radio, giving some love advice to you, the listener, doing your thing. And he's making his way into the main studio here. Will you swipe right on Tinderoni tips? We will find out right now as we say hello to Danny these are actual questions sent in by actual listeners to the show. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah. Happy hump day. Happy hump day to you. Uh, Lon on Twitter says, The girlfriend bothered me about laundry during week two of the NFL. Is that uh, breakup time, he says? I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and say yes. Hell yeah, break up with her. Ben, this is definitely a female violation. You do not, if you're not into sports, a lot of us are fortunate that our women like sports nowadays but there still are some women that don't dig football for whatever reason i say that's going to be a problem for the next few months so you might want to just break up with her temporarily and get back together with her in the middle of february yeah and you have time and place matters time and place matter you got to know the time the time nor the place is on an nfl sunday yeah. it's a bad job it almost sounds like she's doing that on purpose yeah that is that's terrible uh, here's a, an anonymous. Person. Yeah, this what, got sent anonymous? to my. It got sent to my direct message. It's a P one. Yeah. but he doesn't want us using his name. All right. Uh, his, he says his girlfriend cheated on him last week. <laughs> now you know why okay. he doesn't want All his right. name All on. Right. We talked yesterday and are going to try to work it out. But do I have a free pass now? That's a- uh, it's a tough situation because yeah, you you do unofficially, but. Do you really want to go down that road? Because once you open that box, there's there's no going back. You know, Ben, I, I've in my early twenties, yeah. I had a girl that, you know, there there was we were on and off again, so there was some of that going on. And whenever I was with another chick, I always got paranoid. I felt like, well, if I'm doing this, what's to say she's not doing this right now? So yeah. it, it causes all these head games, and it's really not worth it if you're a grown adult. Well, maybe he's not a grown adult. Possibly. Maybe not. So, okay, if you're a kid and you just want to have some fun. How about you break up and just uh, play the field, have some fun. Why not? Go out there, have a good time. I don't know how long they've been together. All right, Brett on Twitter says, uh, we're listening to Tinderoni Tips here. We're on Periscope. Say hi to everybody on Periscope. What's up, Periscope? Yeah, and we're both wearing red. We look like DJ Quick up in here. Part of the uniform. Uh, Good thing you have the blue Dodger hat on. Oh, yeah, you got the uh, the Raider. Raider. You got the matching red hat. A Periscope app, Eddie on FSR, Eddie on FSR. Brett on Twitter writes in, he says, I have an on and off again girlfriend, five months, and made the mistake of loaning her $100 for her cell phone. She's been blowing me off lately. Please advise. We've all done. A lot of us have fallen into this trap. Do not do it. Do do not not. do it. Ben, a, lost few, money. a few years back, I took this girl to the Sprint store and got her a phone and thought she was going to deposit the money every month, and you know what happens after that. So, dude, you're just going to have to chalk this up as a learning lesson. Do not, unless you're in a serious relationship and you're both paying bills together, 
do not loan money out yeah. to a girl you're on and off again with. gave a $100 donation to yeah. that, uh, that young lady. Just yes. pretend like you took her out to a nice steak dinner because that 100 is gone. It is out of there. All right, uh, Jess on Twitter writes in. It's Tinder-only tips on the Ben Maller Show. Jess on Twitter says, I had three great dates with a hottie, but she's dodging the fourth. You think it's because she's scared it's uh, going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. I thought it was well, the third date it was supposed to happen. Now it's the fourth date? <laughs> well, it depends. It's, you know, everybody's different. Three strikes, you're out? Nah, no. No? Okay. You know, you can't go into dating a female as if you're thirsty. Don't Well, you are, but don't let her know that. Well, maybe she's upset with you, Jess, because you didn't put the moves on on date number three, and she knows the rule, and she's moving on well, to somebody else. How about that? If she's dodging him, though, Ben, nine times out of ten, if a woman's dodging you, she's got other things going on other and other options? men going on. So yeah, the rotation. You're going to have to wait this out and, and be a little bit patient, but you know if she doesn't reply for a fourth date soon, next, move on. Are you saying there's a chance she's expanded her roster like baseball in September? <laughs> well, she already then... had the roster, yeah. probably. Yeah. All right. Uh, very good. There it is. Tinderoni Tips with Danny G Radio. And you can say, if you want your question next week. Yeah, if you, if you want a direct message, so you can do that at Danny G Radio. At Danny G Radio. We solved all your problems. I, I feel better now. I'm in a better place right now because of this. Clearly. It might have been just one random game during the NFL season, but... Turns out it has giant ramifications. The Monday night fallout continues here as we push forward in the week. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Here we are, back at it again this hour. And when you are 0-2, the torture chamber gets cranked up. We know that. We play 16 games, simple math, 0-2, that's bad. Look at Cincinnati. They whacked their offensive coordinator. What about the Giants, though? Giants, unlike the Bengals, who were thought of as a second-tier contender in the AFC, the Giants... They were pegged as a legitimate threat to the top of the NFC. Legit contender status. The Giants, not only are they a football team right now, they are altogether terrible. And so change is likely coming. What kind of change? Well, we got a tip to that in the last 24 hours. Ben McAdoo, the Giants head coach, apparently is trying, uh, trying his best to hold on to calling plays. But there is a push behind the scenes in the Giants organization to have him removed. And so there's a power play going on right now behind the scenes with the Giants. And Ben McAdoo, the end result, the Giants coach, could be forced to give up play calling duties. So let's talk about this. Now, the Giants have averaged an anemic 17.9 points per game since Ben McAdoo became coach. And in that time... The Giants have had a premier receiver, Odell Beckham, and from what we've been told, uh, Elijah Manning, just amazing. Just a Hall of Fame quarterback and all that. And yet, they have averaged less than 18 points per game. So if Ben McAdoo is forced to give up the play-calling duties, what are they going to do? It's not like they're going to go out and hire Chip Kelly to call the plays. No, Mike Sullivan, who? Uh, He's the offensive coordinator 
for the Giants, and he would likely be the one that calls the plays. And unlikely to bring someone in from the outside. So this begs the question, how much danger is Ben McAdoo in his job status with the Giants? Now, on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being you are about to be fired, I'm going to go 7.5. Now, it's not going to happen right now, but the scale of concern, the Maller scale of concern is a 7.5. couple of things on this. You've got offensive guru, sinking ship, and a fishbowl situation. Now, we'll begin with the fact that Ben McAdoo, when he got the job, and he was originally hired as the heir apparent to Tom Coughlin as the offensive coordinator, but before that, he was a rising star in the coaching ranks. And when he got to the Big Apple, the reason that he was thought of the way he was, he was tagged as a legit big-time offensive guru, right? Offensive guru, Ben McAdoo, back in his days with the Packers. And he was not the coordinator in Green Bay. He was the tight ends coach and a quarterback coach at Lambeau Field. But he did a lot more than that. His hands and his fingerprints and a lot of stuff. So how's that working out with the Giants? Well, McAdoo, he's coached 19 games. 19 games now as Giants coach, and they have scored no more than 28 points uh, in a game. They've scored more than 28 one time. So they've they've scored more than 28 one time. That's it. It's usually under 28. The average is about a little less than 18 points a game. So how's that for an offensive-minded, offensive-minded head coach? Now, the second thing, this reminds me of Brian Billick. Brian Billick coached some explosive Viking offenses, and then he finally got the head coaching job in the NFL with the Ravens years ago. And just like Brian Billick, Ben McAdoo, following a similar path, although not quite as dominant the offenses he ran with the Packers, although he wasn't the coordinator, more with the Giants. But Billick, when he became the head coach, the Ravens were painful to watch on offense. Garbage. And just like that, you know, same thing. McAdoo now, he's taking over, and Brian Billick got tagged as a defensive-minded coach, even though that was not the case. And the same thing's happening to this guy McAdoo. I mean, forget the whole media-driven outrage over Elijah Manning and McAdoo. That was trivial. The bigger concern here is that the Giants are a sinking ship. You've got diminishing returns from the quarterback. Your elite receivers are not doing it. Even when the passes are there, Brandon Marshall, Butterfingers Marshall, dropping passes all over the place. It's it's unraveling, and it's unraveling fast. Now, the last point on this, the Giants have Philly and Tampa back-to-back on the road next couple of weeks. That sounds like an 0-4 start based on what we've seen from the Giants so far. So then you have a a long, slow death spiral. If you start out 0-4, how do you dig out of that? The math says you don't dig out of it. They're not going to quit. They're going to keep trying, but good luck. But if you do get off to that 0-4 start, we know the Giants are conservative, so they're not going to fire McAdoo now, but you are living in the fishbowl of New York and that New York media market, which will lead to questions being raised and change being demanded. You've got Jim Harbaugh, who's in Michigan, and his name's going to pop up again. Jim Harbaugh to the NFL, Jim Harbaugh to the Colts, Jim Harbaugh, you name it. 
His name will come up. There's several other coaches' names that will rise up from the college ranks as well. And so you, you look at this, and you know, Ben McAdoo, he's got, he's got a little time, but not much. He's got to overhaul the offense and got to figure it out. This offense is no good. No, In fact, some of these guys on the offensive line, which is not great, but that's a cop-out excuse. You've got to – you, get, you can coach around that. There are ways you can do it to cover for a poor offensive line. The quarterback can help cover for it. It's not going to be perfect. There's going to be some mistakes. But at this point, you've got to hold a seance to reach some of these guys in the Giants the way they played the last couple of weeks. It is terrible. It's absolutely terrible what's, uh, what's been going on. And I got no skin in the game. I'm not a toady for the Giants, so I'm not – in the tank, if you will, for, for Big Blue. That's not the case at all. It's the Ben Maller Show. You are locked in on Fox Sports Radio, and we thank you for that. We thank you for that. Appreciate it. And how about this? Now, in Major League Baseball, I'm not going to do a whole rant about baseball, but this caught my attention. I had no intention of mentioning the Detroit Tigers. Because not only are the Detroit Tigers a baseball team, they are lousy. But something bizarre happened at Comerica Park that caught my attention. Did you see this? Did you see what happened at Comerica Park? There was a bachelor party. Now, listen, guys go to baseball games, right? This happens. Uh, We go there. A bunch of guys get together, go out, have a good time. Well, the theme of this bachelor party, (laughs) this is where it gets good and very bizarre. Uh, it was it was Star Wars night at Comerica Park, but the theme of the bachelor party was not Star Wars. It was. Not. By the way, I'll bring in Eddie on this. Eddie, have you heard about this? Eddie, did you see this here? What happened at Comerica Park? Yes, I have. All right, so so it was Star Wars night, but the baseball game was actually kind of put on hold there because of forty five, roughly forty five dudes dressed up as Tom Selleck's character from Magnum P.I. If you're an old fart, it's still on TV, but it's like vintage 1980s Hawaii investigative. Good, good theme song. It's a good show, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have a good show, but I watched it. I admit it back in the day. I did too. So these guys, they're, they're having a bachelor party. They're going for it, right? They're enjoying life. Great moment in someone's life, a bachelor party. And these guys are enjoying themselves, and they are all dressed up like Tom Selleck's character. And they ended up <laughs> ended up irritating security so much, they were apparently catcalling women that were in the crowd at the Tigers game, uh, dressed as Thomas Magnum there, the great character played by Tom Selleck for the, for the White Sox. Uh, I think it was the White Sox-Tigers game. I believe that was it. And, uh, yeah, they, they ended up getting booted out. And one of the guys, it was his bachelor party, told the Fox TV station in Detroit that they were told by the Tigers that they were ejected for catcalling, but the Tom Selleck characters say that was not true, that they were not catcalling the women. I demand an investigation. I want to see what really happened. I need the truth. These guys need to lawyer up. How dare, how dare the Tigers? They should be happy anybody goes to a Tigers game at this point. They suck. They're garbage. Let them in. Let them all in. Now, this was supposedly a bachelor party? Yes. And how many people were dressed up like Magnum uh, P.I.? The number I saw was 45. 
Who the hell has 45 people at their bachelor party? Ah, he's a popular person, Eddie. What are you talking about? This is a, pop- this is a popular thing here. How dare you? It's very odd. <laughs> 45 people? I know people who didn't have 45 people in there invited to their, their wedding. Their wedding party, yeah. One yeah. of the guys in the group said that the real reason they were thrown out is because they're so cool and that I'm sure that was the they, case. Yeah, they were distracting the on-field play because everybody was paying attention to them instead of the baseball. Yeah, because they're more interesting than the Tigers. You got rid of all the good players. That's why. The Tigers released a statement said, this is from a spokes hack for the Detroit Tigers, prepared statement regarding what happened the, the other night at Comerica. Quote, it was inappropriate behavior. The group was given multiple warnings. They violated the code of conduct, and they were asked to leave. And have not been banned from the park. Now, this guy is asking the Tigers, the guy whose bachelor party it was, is asking to be reimbursed for the tickets. What are the chances now, he gets that money? Hold on a second. What's hold that? On a second. Who are you going to believe in this story? I the believe- Tigers or the drunk no! jackasses who came to the ballpark dressed like Tom Selleck? The Magnum P.I. guy. I believe the Magnum P.I. guy. You're guys. an idiot then. The Tigers have no sense of humor. A bunch of drunk have- guys dressed like Magnum P.I. at the ballpark. September- but I'm sure they weren't doing anything Eddie, inappropriate. Eddie, that no. is September. They were, follow- they were men. all following the They're rules. They're men dressed in Hawaiian shirts, Eddie. They're fat men, middle-aged men in Hawaiian shirts wearing tiger Bunch hats. Bunch of troublemakers. You know how much a tiger hat Kick costs? Kick asses out. No, Eddie. Get out. You're a bad human being. You're going to hell, Eddie. I say let them in. I say, you know what? Last day of the year, let them play. Let Tom say, let the Magnum P.I. guys play. Go to the strip club like all the rest no, of the parties. No, that's where they go after the game. That's where they go. You go to the game, and then you go to the nudie bar after the game. That's how that works. That's wasting good nudie bar no, time. Not. Let's go to our expert on this. We go now to our Magnum PI expert, Weed Man Hippie. Weed Man, <laughs> do you have more to add to this developing story, Weed Man Hippie? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, so now j- just for the record. This is a guy who was pissed off yeah, that he was on th- hold This is a guy that had, had a hissy fit and demanded more airtime. I went to him as a consultant. I just asked him for advice on this developing story, this burning story, uh, which is the you know, big story in, in Fox 2 in Detroit's running with it. It's on their website there, and it's all over the place. And I went to Weed Man to try to get his perspective. Man of the people, Weed Man Hippie. And what did he do? He was off doing so, and I don't know what the hell is he watching TV or something like that. I don't know what's going on. Well, that might be going on too. Might be. Should we go back to Weed Man Hippie? I don't know. Maybe yeah, I think we should definitely go think back so? to him. Yeah, I'm sure he's ready now. I think so. Yeah. Maybe he fell asleep. Oh, def- I hear movement. Well, he's, We're in the house. Of weed. You're listening live to Fox Sports Radio. We are in the house of Weed Man Hippie somewhere oh. in South Beach. Where we've all wanted to be. Yes. Dreams do come true. Smells weird, though. This is weird smells. Man. I think he fell asleep. Because he would have gone and picked up the phone by now. I think he's passed out. How You think he'll ever f- realize that he's been on the air now for a couple only, minutes? Only if he listens to the podcast. Doesn't strike me as a podcast listener. I think he does actually listen to the podcast. Does he? All right. Well, shout out to Weed Man listening to the podcast right now, you dope. I went to you, and you're not there. You blew it! Love you. That's Love not, you. That's not really him. That was a fake that Weed Man. That was a man. fake. It sounded like it. It sounded just like it. 
All right, we'll let him sleep. Uh, this is a point I can give out the numbers. Uh, Eddie's a jerk here. He's on the wrong side of this. Uh, yet again, Eddie, you're in the wrong side. Are you doing this just for the show? Is this no, I'm telling you, these guys were acting like idiots, no, and they, they deserve to get kicked out. They were having a good time at a baseball game. God no. forbid. They were being drunk and They should and go fools. to jail. Goodbye. They're criminals, yes. Get out. Because they dressed like Magnum P.I. That's a criminal act. They wore you're mustaches. Right. If you believe that these guys were just, oh, we weren't doing anything. We were just watching the baseball game. Get out of here. I believe <laughs> the Tigers were uncomfortable because they were more interesting than the game i believe that on the I, video you hear some of them saying the tigers suck anyways yes yeah they were uh they had a cutout of tom Selleck that they brought did you see that some of them had fake mustaches on yes they, really classy they kind of looked you know what they looked like they looked like idiots eddie they, the, the answer is idiots no no they look like those characters from the old saturday night live the bears you know, the super fans. Yeah, because like, some of yeah. these guys were big fans. No, yeah, that, that's, the a bears. Good, that's a good call, actually. The Bears. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of that. And it looked like some of the stuff I saw, like there were hot chicks that were coming over taking pictures with them. So they were doing all right. Like There were beautiful women that wanted to go over there and be part of this. They wanted to be part of the scene. The Bears. Chill out, man. Get a sense of humor, the Tigers. What a bunch of idiots. Got a bad baseball team. At least have a sense of humor if somebody shows up to your stinking game. All right, I'll give out the number. Here it is. You want to be part of this? Uh, we give it out once an hour. That's it. One time. That is all. And if you don't call, that's fine. We got plenty of stuff to talk about. Here is the number 877 99 on Fox. 877 996 6369. And you can be part of the festivities. That's uh, how that works. And the decline, the decline continues. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. It's been said the Ben Maller Show is the best-kept secret in sports radio, but you can help change that. Word-of-mouth advertising is the best advertising. Post about the show on social media and help keep the show growing. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. We are running a flash poll on my Twitter account, at Ben Maller, at the biggest douche in American sports today, in tribute of our first two Maller monologues about RG3 and Kevin Durant. And uh, right now, do you know who's winning that, Eddie? Have you looked? In, no, you, I don't know. Okay. Who's uh, the, the four candidates are RG3, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, and David Price. And we've had hundreds and hundreds of votes so far, and it's only been up for a, a couple of hours. Uh, how many, uh, what percentage do you think uh, the leader has? Wow, that LeBron was a was a late curveball that you threw in there because yeah, I thought was. Kevin Durant would be the leader because he's more relevant and people are like uh-huh. more polarizing. That but so but true. LeBron in yeah. there, that's uh, love to goof. A lot on of LeBron. people do not like LeBron. So yes. you think LeBron's? Leading? I'm going to say LeBron's leading. Uh, incorrect. Surprise, surprise here. Now I'll tell you who's in last place. Let me start with that. In last place with 14 percent of the popular vote. RG3. Yeah, I thought so, because he's kind of irrelevant. People don't have hot opinions on him. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's in the last. Now, in second place, with 18% of the vote from the uh, – for third place. What did I say? Second place? You said second, yeah. Bad third. job by me. All right, in, in third place, with 18% of the vote, direct out of the bullpen at Fenway Park is David yeah. Price. But that's number one in baseball, so congratulations. I, I should just – I've done a baseball when we had – uh, I think the, the winner was David Price, right? We did that a couple weeks ago. It was like Yadier Molina, Price, Bumgarner, and uh, Price won that. Now, the top two. I'll give you number one first. 
right? Because you'll figure out number two. The other two options, we've got Durant, James. With 36% of the popular vote, Kevin Durant right now is leading the biggest douche in American sports today. So congratulations to Kevin Durant. It's big. You are the leader. It's not over yet, though. There's still time to vote, and your vote matters. Not all precincts are reporting in, so please. you think there's some Russian uh, influence on this, possibly? You never know. The yeah. Russians are certainly listening right now. They are big fans of my show. Cannot. And our show. Uh, let's say hello to Mike. He's got a golden ticket. Mike in Kansas City. Hello, Mike. Because I've got a golden ticket. Uh, so the reason I called in is I have a fantasy team in my work league, and we bet naming rights last week. So I wanted you to have the honor of naming my defeated opponent's team. What's that clicking noise? What's going on? Oh, there? Sorry, I had the blinkers on. Oh, really? Where are you driving to right now? What do you, what do you got going on? We're just finishing up some work. Yeah. All right, so you want me to name your fantasy, your team or the, your opponent's team? Uh, the person who lost. I'm having oh, the you per- name. Oh, I get to name the team. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's have my guys be part of this year. What should we, well, what should we do here? Who are some of the main stars on his squad? Uh, let's see. He has – let me hold up. All right. This is good radio. <laughs> uh, no one, there's no one I, listening. It's just I us. I thought maybe he'd already have that. No, no, no. no. This, is very, this is very powerful radio is what this is. His name is Manel. He's a large black man who could break me with his pinky. Okay. All right. What's his name? Uh, Ronel. Racist. It's not racist at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, How he described him was semi-racist. All right. Uh, Let's see here. So what can we we do here? (laughs) So his name is Ron? Ronell. Ronell. All right. On his team is uh, Stafford, Baldwin, Adams, Le'Veon, Powell, Diggs, Lynch, Anderson. Well, but, but. <laughs> that is awesome. You could name it. Uh, I think we're going to need a couple of minutes on this, Ben. Yeah, all right. Well, no, we yeah. have, Coop's got something. We have, we have the Coop, info. Coop doesn't right know now. if he wants to say it, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. That's, that's, that's why I that said we need good. a couple of minutes. Coop, you know the environment we're in right now. You're going to be very careful, Coop. I Do we need to read the disclaimer? See you uh, getting time out. Well, okay. I mean, like, you can. So, I mean, dump me if you think it's, it's dumbable. Oh, but wow. uh, this team sucks a bag of digs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tribute to Dick and Dayton. Right? Dayton do that. Uh, well, he said Stefan Diggs is on the team. Uh, you know, so. Yeah, it's, it's a little long. <laughs> a little bit. I don't know how many words or letters they have there. Right, we'll how about, how about it to bag right, well, of digs. How about Laurent's bag of digs? <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, well, all right, all right. Mike, so that's our uh, go with that. Get a bag of digs in there. You got to get a bag of digs. Just call him the bag of digs. You can do that. Yes. All right, thank you. All right. I don't think he liked that. I think Mike didn't like that. He wanted something other than that. He's not happy. That was grade A stuff. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. You're very creative on the fly. He might have been a little shocked. (laughs) What was he looking for? Jeez. Uh, Don Mega is the name. That's next. Uh, Don, what's going on? You're on Fox Sports Radio. How about LaRon and his sultans of suck? Yes, we could. Uh, of course, that wouldn't really fit a fantasy football team, but uh, but sure. What's going on, Don? Not too much. I was uh, wanted to comment on the forty-five Tom Selleck lookalike. If they'd uh, gone to a tiger, or if they not gone to a Tigers game, but gone to a Lions game, they never would have been ejected because everybody, including security, would have been watching the game. 
Yeah, listen, I, I, they should not have been ejected. Eddie's, Eddie's wrong on this. You know, he's trying to take the side. He's corporate Eddie trying to take the side of the big business and all that. But at one point, going to baseball games, having a good time with your buddies, being men, going out there and dressing up like Tom Selleck, that, what's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that. Here's the difference between what I'm saying and what Ben's saying. Ben, when he goes to games, he sits up in the press That's box. That's not true at all. That is a lie. That you go to the incorrect. press box and you sit that up there and you're not around the, the common folks. I, I am, am oh, every stop. week around the common oh, folks. Yeah. You're a Charger season And, and they Charger get fan. drunk Charger and they fan. act Charger like fan. idiots and I, I'm sick of those people, so screw them. But hey, you know, and it's 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 a tough job when you're getting paid to do something you like, you know. Yeah, it's uh, painful. All right, thank. I'm done. With, thank you, Don. Good name, bad call. Thank you. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show. You are listening to Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we will press on. We're gonna have password, the word game of the stars password. So if you want to be part of password, call right now. Call right now. I need two people. It's one of the most popular things that we do here. This and Mallers Mountain of Money and Balderdash. And people always say, I, I can win that. Give me a chance. Well, here's your chance. Call up. Get in. Get on the air. You got a chance to play Password. And maybe I'll even use the Maller Maneuver. I might use well, it. Maybe we'll all use it. Maybe we will. So we have password to look forward to. Right now, though, Eddie is here. That would be Eddie Garcia. So you listen to Fox Sports Radio. Eddie's going to give you the latest. Eddie? Well, Ben, we got 12 days left in baseball's regular season, and we still have some things to be decided. So let's check some games of notes from last night's action. <laughs> Hello? That's let's check action, some Eddie. games of note from last night's again? action. Shh. Uh, the Cubs <laughs> won their seventh in a row, beating the Rays 2-1. to one. It was the Brewers over the Pirates 1-0. Milwaukee's now a game back in Colorado for that second wildcard spot in the National League as the Rockies fell to the Giants 4-3. Dodgers' magic number to win the NL West is down to two, but they did lose to the Phillies 6-2, but the Diamondbacks also lost, falling to the Padres 6-2. It was the Yankees over the Twins 5-2, Minnesota's lead for that second wildcard spot in the American League. Still at a game and a half on the Angels because they lost to the Indians 6-3. And in 11 innings, the Red Sox hit by the Orioles 1-0. Boston still has a three-game lead on New York for first in the AL East. This report's brought to you by TrueCar. With TrueCar, you can find out what other people in your area pay for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit TrueCar and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, did you see that Magic Johnson has been subpoenaed yes! as yes! a witness Again! in a civil lawsuit My involving God, Golden State Warriors star Draymond Green? What a knucklehead! Now, there was an altercation, allegedly, at an East Lansing, Michigan uh, bar back in July 2006 involving allegedly Draymond Green and uh, this person who was filing the lawsuit. And I guess Magic had tweeted out that night that he had talked to Draymond or yeah. and, and he, he and said Draymond was, was apologetic or whatever. <laughs> so now he's being subpoenaed as a witness to what happened. Yeah, and uh, Another, another yeah. bad day for the Laker franchise. Dan, wouldn't Draymond be the, you know, the knucklehead here? Well, well no, Magic, if, if Draymond, let's say Draymond and Magic talk, right? It had a heart-to-heart. Why the F would Magic announce that on Twitter other than to make Magic look good? Like he, you know, he had, you know, this, he's the, the guy that NBA players turn to when they get in trouble. I mean, you don't put that out there because of this, because if there's a lawsuit, hey, this is what happened. At least Magic did it from his real account. That's a good point. That's a good point. Did you see the video TMZ caught up with DeAndre Jordan and Draymond Green at some place in L.A.? They were at some swanky place in L.A., and they were laughing hysterically about Kevin Durant and Twitter. I was a little bothered, though, that 
that uh, these two guys, DeAndre Jordan and and uh, Draymond Green, were hanging out because I like to believe that they really don't like each other, but apparently they're best friends. <laughs> you know, this whole myth about the Warriors and the Clippers have this rivalry. Well, no, they were they were smoothing smoothing uh, together. They were out there having a good time at some uh, you know high end uh, restaurant in L.A. Well, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We're going to play Password, the word game of the stars. We're going to do it here in a second. So if you want to play call, again, call right now. I think Weed Man's woken up, though. I think he's, uh, let me, oh, he's, we hung up on him, right? We hung up. But he, uh, he's now on Twitter. We went to you, Weed Man. You you didn't answer. It's a bad job by you. You were probably sleeping, but you were not sleeping on your sleep number bed, which you should have been sleeping on, Weed Man. That's a bad job by you. You've heard me, Weed Man, talk about my sleep number of bed, my experience. You, the listener, have heard me as well and how well I sleep. My sleep number setting is 50, right? That's I'm right at 50, right in the middle of the spectrum. And now my friends over at Sleep Number have introduced the most amazing bed ever. Have you heard about this yet? Have you not? Bad job by you. It's the new Sleep Number 360 smart bed. It's designed to keep each side of the bed and each of the people in the bed, like you and your partner, effortlessly comfortable for your best possible sleep. And like all of their beds, this Sleep Number 360 smart bed lets you choose your ideal firmness and support on each side of the bed. That's what's known as the sleep number setting. And they've got all the bells and whistles here. They've got the new responsive air technology. What does that mean? I will tell you. The bed will actually sense your every move. Are you one of those people at night? You twist and turn? You can move a little bit. Everyone moves a little bit. If you don't move, you're dead when you're sleeping. I mean, you're going to twist around a little bit. Uh, the bed will automatically adjust to you. So you will remain sleeping comfortably throughout the night. And research shows that many of us fall asleep faster if our feet are gently warm. Are you like that? Well, this bed, the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, can even pre-warm each side of the bed. So it's just right for both you and your significant other. Relatively confident that your current bed does not do that. Does not do that. And did you know also that Sleep Number beds cost about the same as traditional mattresses. I've heard from people, oh, you know, you're doing those commercials. It sounds like a great bed. I can't afford it. But these beds, the sleep number beds, cost about the same as your traditional mattress. They last twice as long. And best of all, 91% of people that have been part of sleep number, bought the beds, the owners of these beds, recommend the sleep number bed. So it is time you met the bed that does it all only at sleep number stores. Come in now and enjoy introductory savings. Of two to four hundred dollars on the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed. There are more than 550 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Visit sleepnumber.com to find the store near you and be sure to tell them that Ben Maller sent you. Attention, everyone. And the password is Password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. All right, let's do it. Here we go. It is Password time, and we welcome in our contestants for this edition of Password. We have some options here. Let's see. Uh, let's say hello to Manic Mike, who's in Nashville. Hello, Manic Mike. How you doing, Ben? 
If I was any better, I'd be sleeping, but I'm not. I'm here talking. Here am I. Yeah. And what do you do, Manic Mike? Tell the guy in Beaver Dam. I'm a security officer working two different jobs. Two different jobs you got. How many hours a day do you work? 16. 16 hours a day. My God. And you have any days off or you work every day? What do you got? I got Sundays off. One day off, and you probably watch football all day on Sunday, or you just sleep all day. That's exactly right, football. Yeah, I got you. What a life. All right, well, good luck, Manning Mike. Hold on, and who else do we have? Uh, I think we'll go with Josh in L.A. Hello, Josh. What's going on, Ben? What's going on, Josh? If I was any better, I would be a Laker, but not an L.A. Laker because they've been bad for a long time. Oh, the hell, Bill Miller. <laughs> and, Josh, what do you do in L.A.? Tell the guy in Beaver Dam. I'm a helicopter pilot. Uh, really? You making Very that up? cool. That's a cool job. Are you making that up? No. Really? What, what kind of helicopter pilot? Are you like uh, corporate helicopter pilot? Uh, what a uh, police? What else do we have? We have uh, news? No, I'm making that up. Oh, okay. I knew you were lying. <laughs> Let me guess. You're a uh, you work at a convenience store? No, no. Trash, no, I wor- trash I work man. Work in IT. Oh, IT. Yeah. Very yeah. similar to helicopter pilot. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. pretty close. Yeah. Uh, exactly the same, in fact. All right, hold on a yeah. second. Hold on, Josh. So we have Josh in L.A. and Manic Mike. And Manic Mike, who would you like to partner up with? I think I'll go with Andy. All right. Uh, you will be the team that loses. I'm going to put an L right next to your name. I've written it down. And, uh, Josh, who do you want to partner up with? Uh, I'm going to go with Coop. Coop All right, me. Coop. I'll uh, put an L next to your name as well. It's a loss for you. <laughs> All right. Very good. You both lose. No one wins. All right, gentlemen, 10 words on the board. We have Manic Mike and Eddie versus Josh and Coop. Uh, for each word, they start out being worth 10 points. For every incorrect guess, we take a point away. All right, Manic Mike, you were on the line first, so pick a number 1 through 10. 1. All right, Eddie, 1. Our number 1. All right, uh, Mike, the password. Let me let me check and see if I can use this. Hold on. I, I think I've used it before. No, the answer is no. You cannot use it. Sorry. I'm the judge. You cannot use it. No, can't do it. New, new, new. New way. Not allowed. I think that might be hyphenated, Eddie. Let me check. Take your time. Difficult. Did you say that on the air? Okay. All right. Uh, oh, that's that's a called radio. a Bergman, but no, I didn't No, I, he's going to say that. <laughs> I believe he's allowed to say that. Oh, okay. wow. All right. Ben uh, says yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mike, the password is... Unironed. Wrinkle. Yes. There you go. That's that's cheap. I mean, that's a hyphenated that was, word. It's not a hyphenated word. I'm looking at the, the dictionary on the internet right now. It's not a hyphenated word. Unironed? That's a word? U-N-I-R-O-N-E-D. It's not hyphenated. <sighs> All right. I, 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 that's a penalty coup for you using that word <laughs> because I've used that clue before and gotten it right in yeah, the past. That's a coup whining. It's a I'm repeat word. Okay, right, Josh, your turn. Password. There's only so many words. Josh, pick a number. <laughs> plenty of words. There's pick a number. Endless amount of words. All we have is words. <laughs> Two through ten. Two through ten. Let me get number seven. This is easy. This is easy. Coop, you should get this on the first guess. Come <laughs> All right. on. Come All right, on. Josh. Come Here we go. On. Moo. Cow. Yeah. 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 Mark Mark tape. (laughs) Attaboy, Coop. 
gonna go with his hay. Yeah. Hey, hey, Coop, what sound does a cow make? You know, I, I would protest that, but I enjoyed it so much, I'm not going to say it. Right, let's keep it going. You're listening to Password, the word game of the stars. All right, it's all tied up here. Uh, Manic Mike and Eddie, you're back up, and your numbers are 2, 3, 4, 5. We're 7 through 10. Or 8 through 10, rather. 4. 4. Number four. Eddie, you're back. All right. Uh, Mike, the password is tattoo. Gun. Ink? Yes. Wait, I, two nice. different answers. Yeah, yeah what, that what, was. What was uh, I was confused by that. That was Josh. Josh, I don't Josh. know why Josh was speaking. Don't guess when it's not your turn. All right, so it's 20 I to 10. I thought I was muted. I'm sorry. It's 20 to 10. Let's pause for the cause here. We'll have the big finish on this. You know, it's okay. It's uh, not as good as it could be, but it's... We've, uh, we've had oh 10, 10 uh, points on every one so far. Not that entertaining, oh but uh, we will have the big finish of Password. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Known as the most unique show on sports radio, the Ben Maller Show Facebook page is a must-visit destination on the social network. Like our page at facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. And right back to it we go. You're listening to the Ben Maller Show. We got Password, the word game of the stars with Manic Mike, who's hanging out in Nashville, and Josh, who's in L.A. And we get back to it. Here's 20 to 10. Yep. Uh, Manic Mike and Eddie have the lead over the Moo Man. We got a good one. Josh and Coop can tie it up right now. Okay, Josh, 2, 3, 5, 6, or 8 through 10. Two. All right, number two. Go ahead, Coop. Here we go. All right, uh, Josh. Let's go with um, Sprout. Russell. Now, what? That's the Coop. That's the Coop maneuver, not the Mallard maneuver. <laughs> All right, uh, Manic Mike. Uh, the password is cultivate. That's bad too. Bad clue. Bro. Yes. That's a bad clue. Though. So bad he got bad. it right. <laughs> Still a bad clue. All right, I, should said, I should have said marijuana. 29, <laughs> uh, 29 to 10. No, and we have, if, if you get it right, Eddie, this is it. All right, Manic Mike, let's close the door. All right, here we go. Three, five, six, or eight through 10. Let's have a six. Six. Number six. Number six. Okay. All right, Very Manic exciting. Mike for the win. So exciting. The password is. Skipper. Captain. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Woo. 20. Uh, that was a 39 to 10. That's a winner. Manic Mike. You got boat race, Josh. Bad job by you. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible job. Beat down. It wasn't boat race. That yeah, was embarrassing. You embarrassed yourself. Uh, Manic Mike, <laughs> you uh, won. Congratulations, Golden Manic ticket. Mike. You're boring, but you won anyway. There you go. <laughs> Winning right. is never boring. Domination. All right. Uh, thank you, buddy. Get back to Twitter. I need your tweets. You, you need to tweet me. Uh, the right, All right. There he goes. He gets a golden ticket, as they say. So the report card on the NFL, the TV ratings, everyone's taking credit for this. The, you've got both sides of the, the protest movement. The protest actually started last year. People weren't watching because of Kaepernick. Now the, the people on the other side are like, well, we're not watching either. So apparently no one's watching. And it's, it's having some impact. The 
NFL TV windows, are all of them are down except for one Thursday night football broadcast, which we're told is, was up 2%. It's still early. It's only the second week of the year, but they can't blame Donald Trump on this. Uh, it's not going well. The three primetime NFL games on NBC are down between 7 and 8% from last year. And the ratings were down last year as well. Even the games on Fox have uh, been down a little bit from where they were last year. Now, the the argument the NFL has been using quite a bit is that everything is down in television. The ratings across the board are down, and that the NFL's not bulletproof from this, that that's their new strategy. In fact, one of the examples that's been being used, has been used rather, is Dancing with the Stars, who's been very popular and that is back on television, and they saw a 24% ratings decline on Dancing. I have no idea. Who's on Dancing with the Stars? I have no idea who's on. They have run out of stars. They've run out of stars. Maybe that's why the people aren't, the people are not watching. Maybe that would be be why. But uh, So the ratings are down across the board. And uh, what? Are people just not watching TV as much? Are they just out doing stuff? Or did the internet kill the TV? Remember the, the song, you know, the, the, the TV killed the radio star? Did the smartphone kill the TV star? Is that what happened to television? You just rather be on your phone and stuff? Many more but, options these days. Yeah. Thank God for radio, though. See, we've, we have rallied back, Eddie, with technology now, and people can listen on their phone, and we recommend the, the old school radio is the way to go. But if not, you can listen on your smartphone. So It's a hard to... It's hard to get away. Like, you can listen while you're doing security to the show. It's hard to watch a lot of TV if you're working security because you're going to get caught at some point. Like, you can kind of sneak a listen to the show, which is an advantage that we have here, which uh, I kind of like. So Anyway, it's the the Ben Maller Show. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Don't forget to download the podcast. It's available on iTunes, the Ben Maller Show podcast. Subscribe to it. Help us out. Warming up right now in the bullpen. Clay Travis. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX 80 live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all new 2025 Infinity QX 80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new QX 80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles 
and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. <laughs> 